0: This is NRL Boom Rookies.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard and alongside me as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. Hey, g'day everybody. And joining us, uh, I know a lot of people have been clamoring for the return of our favorite country boy, who supports the blue and red team. But Harry Ramage was unavailable, so <laughs> Sam Anderson joins us. Welcome.
0: I was about to take great offense to being called a country boy, so I was trying
1: to work it out. I'm like, how can I, how can I tenuously link them, the both of them? Yeah. But your team's successful though, so it doesn't work.
0: Uh that's debatable this year, but yes. Well, you, no, in you recent history, you won a few history, comps, a few comps recently.
1: So Sam is, of course, diehard Roosters fan, big Blues fan, and uh, we needed a big Blues fan to counterbalance the big Maroons fan uh, in the other corner. And, of course, me, who's kind of agnostic when it comes to these things. So it is State of Origin Week. We are two days away from the start (laughs) of the series. Uh, It's shaping up to be a pretty good game. But before we get to that, we'll quickly look at the game reviews from the split round just past. We only had four games. A few of them were stinkers. Um, All right, Let's just, I mean... Mitch, you and I watched Cowboys Titans together. A thoroughly unremarkable game. Yeah, it was classically every Titans game this year. There's about like a 20 minute period where the boys are like, they're up and about and they're, they're excited. And they, you know, what Toby Sexton scored in 15 minutes. They may, they might have scored, you know, maybe two or three other tries in that first 15. But uh, Lukey scored after 27. I and mean, you just knew all the floodgates will open here and the Cowboys will run all over them. And they did. And they ran over them in hilarious fashion, as always now with the Titans. I mean, Jermaine Saikos had a really good two weeks after his dumb comment about coaching. That just he dropped the carry so bad that the commentator thought he broke his ankle. <laughs> <So> it's like <laughs> he must have broke his ankle. Like, no, he just dropped the ball. But there's lot much to be said in this game. Really, that the 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 Cowboys men stood up without a few of those Origin guys. Like drinkwater was awesome from, uh, in that game. Reese Robson continues to be really good at dummy half. I can't believe they like were weren't committed to him before preseason, but. He was great. Yeah, I don't know what, what anyone wants from us. The Titans suck. Yep, they do. Um, I did enjoy... Uh, I mean, I did enjoy them getting 6-0 up. Uh, and our friend, who, Josh, who we were watching the game with, was, was getting happy about the fact that he tipped the Titans, only for reality to <laughs> set in pretty quickly. And uh, he did say, he's like, oh, I need to make up the difference with the leader. It's like, dude... It's not like Benny Elias points. They didn't put that in. <laughs> 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 I don't think like yeah. There'll be plenty of other times that you can try and catch the leader. I don't think picking the Titans is. is I, I, I do not know why I didn't call train the Cowboys, but oh well, what can you do? Both um, up, didn't yep, we both fucking did Yep, we sure did. Moving on, uh, Penrith 30, the Bulldogs 18. I did laugh that people were like, oh, the Bulldogs did well considering they had they didn't have Tavita Pangai or Luke Thompson. I was like, yes, <laughs> because Penrith were <laughs> otherwise at full strength. <laughs> Good point. Um, Kurt a nice little week. moment at the start of the oh. game. Try assist in the first five minutes. Um, um Sorry. Yes, Ander.
0: Just, I'd spent the week potentially shitting on Dylan Edwards to a couple of our mates, and then he comes out potentially. and he played, <laughs> played, like, really well. Like, yeah. so, yeah, it's a tough look for us. My
1: guy, me. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, guy. for me. Yeah,
0: yeah but... They just, yeah, as, like, as you we are about to say, Kurt Falls looked, like, decent, and just... The dogs just suck, don't they? Like, they do. far out.
1: I mean, it was... it was Like, this game was actually more what I thought we would see from the Bulldogs this year, which is that the majority of the team would not be very good, but we'd just get moments of brilliance from Matt Burton and Josh Adokar. And, like, yeah. that hasn't really happened that much this year, but it did happen in this game, of course. Like, the three of them combined for the first two tries, and then Burton went himself for the third. But, yeah, just... I mean, I, the Averillo thing at fullback didn't really work. I uh, had a couple of bad misplays. Not that my not that my guy Corey Allen was much better, unfortunately. It all out of faith. Yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah I'm thing, Although I, I think, will say, I will say this yeah. is the interesting thing though. Right? Is is everything else aside, the last three weeks since they got rid of Barrett, they have that is been the three games where they've scored the most points this entire year. So, I and I know. Look, I know. I know a couple of their trials were a little bit fluky in this game, but still matter, that means that's, that's three weeks in a row where they've actually scored enough points to win games, but it's now their defense that's letting them go. Yeah. Well, like as, as you said, mate, like their attack has changed a little, like they're doing the old school, you know, half structure with, with yeah. Burton and Flanagan playing both sides of the ruck. Still everything good Burton does on the left side of the ruck, So he goes to the right. Nothing really happens, but he does go there. And Flanagan's got his touches up a lot. Like, we know when, when uh, we had Barrett there, he was only touching the ball about 20 times a game. He had 71 touches in this game. Still, you know, you don't really think... One of those guys that you don't really notice he's on the ball that much. He just doesn't do it, fucking anything with it. <laughs> like, honestly, couldn't impact the game less for, for, as a halfback. But, yeah, Burton and uh, Adekar was shining lights. I thought, you know, Avarello, they're not really looking for a fullback now. They're just looking for something. They're looking for someone to offer something
0: at the well, back. Oh, they're just looking for not Matt Dufty, right? Yeah. That's like, it.
1: Offer something, have a crack. Honestly, yeah. that's how low the bar has been set for them back there. He was okay. Yeah. 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 And and uh Curaz, I think like Kuraz is one of the few ones have landed on it's a pretty good, pretty good find. He he looks real solid. And it looks like yeah. one of those wingers that will pop, you know, when he cuts back on the inside off the wing, it actually looks dangerous, like has some purpose in his runs and breaks a couple of tackles. So he looks okay. But yeah, Penrith weren't losing enough cattle to to be troubled by, by the Bulldogs. And the fact that like, their entire left edge was intact, obviously by Luai really helped them that they just pretty much took advantage of them down that left-hand side the entire day. All their points are down there and they probably left a couple of tries on the field too, down the left-hand side. Mm. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, they, they roll on. I think it's, yeah. Ivan Cleary said some stuff afterwards about sort of, being hungry this year than they were at this time last year, learning lessons, all that bullshit. But yeah, they did seem to be more switched on than they were this time last year when they lost to the Tigers. But I mean, the Bulldogs are worse than the Tigers, which, you know, whatever. I was having a cracking season, by the way. I hate it. uh, It really is. He's like every, he's counting down the days. He doesn't play a meaningful game again. And you can really see it. You can see I've only got like 10 games that matter left in my career. I've got to, I've got to really put into this. Okay. Uh, Let's, um, let's parlay today's news into the next game. Manly, Pumped the Warriors. But um, yeah, Nathan Brown may be on the verge of quitting after telling the club he cannot commit to living in New Zealand. Um, are you how shocked are you, Mitchell? I mean, yeah, (laughs) everyone knows my thoughts on him, but it's what he said. He said they can't, he won't commit beyond the length of his current contract. And I do believe it's at one point this was him trying to force him to sign him for like an extended period. But I don't think you can be going as bad as they are and get a three-year deal. So now I think it's him trying to find a way out and somehow like not ruin his coaching career that's already ruined. Like Because we know this guy somehow keeps getting gigs, somehow like tricks the world's – the worst owners and CEOs in the league and they thinking the rebuild thing is real. But they put up this game on the weekend after – how they've played all season. Like they've won – it's a miracle they've won four games. They've been over that. But they beat – like they beat the Broncos, whatever – but they beat the Cowboys, <laughs> like they beat the Raiders before the Raiders went on their little run. Like they didn't just beat like the Bulldogs and stuff. They've had some okay wins. They beat the Tigers as well, whatever, at home. But they've been just disgusting. Like they've been, for mine, for the majority of the games, the worst team in the league this year, despite their their four wins. And they've come into a game against Manly, and I know they're also missing like forwards. But they're missing Curran, Lodge, Fenua Blake. They've come into the game against Manly, Manly without Tommy Turbo, without DCE, with the form some of their forwards are in. You know they've got four at seven, Schuster at six. I genuinely thought like they'd probably be a chance in this game. Like, they've how they've found their way to you know shit house a few wins this year. I thought they'd be a chance in this game, and that thought lasted what four minutes. Toff Sibley scored, Ola Kowatu scored after that. To power scored like scoring up the guts. The first, I don't think to power scored by the way, but whatever. To power scored, they just killed them. It's just fucking pathetic. It's fucking pathetic, and you see the talent on the Warriors team, but not. You don't see it as much now. Like half of them look washed as you do in a Brownie side, but you hear like Reese Walsh pretty much crying on in the interview post game. It's like yeah, losing fucking sucks, mate. Playing for the Warriors sucks, but you know what sucks more than all is playing for Nathan Brown because like that dude can sap the talent out of anybody. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, if the bulldogs bring him in, I'm gonna laugh. And I look, if it happened, would it even shock you at this point? He should never have got another gig after the Knights gig, as we know. But and at that time, we predicted he'd go to the Warriors just because that's the only thing I thought we'd dumb enough to do it. But he's won 36 games from his heart last 131. That's not a lot. No, and Dude. I still won't be shocked if he has a gig somehow in a year's time. And the club. dogs, they're gonna get him. He, he loves a rebuild. Look, at, no, look, at, how nice knights, look at how the knights look at how the like, knights and warriors are thriving now. Like like Gus is the rebuild guy, right? He doesn't want a coach who thinks they're in charge of the roster, so he won't do that. Like okay, Gus well, will be. Gus wants to handle the roster, so he'll, he'll, sure he won't. I'm sure Bulldogs fans team. hope that you are right. Um, yeah. and last game, uh, the Raiders beat the Roosters, and yeah, uh, we go. look like a pair of fools for Coltrane. Just the two the of us. Leonard <laughs> <laughs> does not look like a fool. He just he doesn't coach the team. Um, yeah, you know. Ando uh, It oh. looked like A lot of just like Joey Manu's our best player We're playing under eights so We're going to chuck him the ball And see if he can score a try Every time he gets the ball
0: Yes Or oh, oh, no. And and also Let's kick yeah. it to Joseph Suwali.
1: Mm. Yeah They went into this And we also... might actually still be in under eights Yes,
0: yes. They had okay, good.
1: There was he left the other one out. The first forty-five to fifty minutes was short ball to Tupenua. That was the other play. <laughs> and they, they short ball to Tupenua for like every time on the goal line for the first fifty minutes. He bombed like three tries.
0: And he's then they so bad. He I am, I am so like done with him on an edge. It's just yeah, just frustrating. But then Kiri's, Mitch yeah. and I were talking about today. He's just he's not a seven. It's you've no. got. Ten years of his career showing that he's not a seven. He's one of the best second fiddles in the comp. And just through pure stubbornness, you're sticking with him at at seven. When Sam Walker is like we saw that he is actually a seven last year. But it's it'll like they'll figure it out. They're not gonna miss the eight or anything like that. But I think there's a lot of people thought they were gonna maybe like give the comp a shake. Mm -hmm. And I just I just can't say that happening with the way they're playing at the moment. Yeah,
1: like they they dominated everywhere but the scoreline in this game. You know they had like four percent, sorry, eight percent more possession than the Raiders. They made more run meters. They had like more run. They had more line breaks, more tackle breaks, all that kind of jazz. And they rolled up field in that second half. And you could hear on the commentary like everyone was just expecting the Roosters to to win the game from there. And it was kind of the same thing when you guys played the Dragons. It kept expecting it to happen, but with the with how poor and it's not just Kiri, It's like Kiri... And then Walker kind of just, I feel like he's a bit directionless when he's not the when he's not on the ball. You know, then there's Watson at nine. And then, you know, Joey Manu yeah. is a fantastic player, but he's not, in this game, they, the way he thought he was going to win the game was just by right, winning winning it on his own on that right edge, yeah. you know? It was like, yeah. as the game fade, like, went on in the last 20 or so, so minutes, they should have really got Manu around the path, but they kept just doing the same thing. They kept going right and going right. And when they went left, they scored. They didn't do it again.
0: Like, yeah. It's just it's just it's just weird. And then there's like just the whole hooker situation is that's probably been one of the biggest red flags with the whole season. You got Verrils who when fit is decent, but he's yeah made of wet paper. And if you back up options, Drew Hutchison, like Drew, Drew's a like, solid enough player, but he's never he's not a hooker. Like you gotta have a better backup option. And they just yeah, they didn't. It definitely hurts how they move around the park and then there's just still that standard soft try like that Adam Elliott try at the start was pathetic it was like that was just oh yeah but and, this...
1: yeah and some of the stuff Kiri did with the ball when he finally moved around the pitch man like that cut out to Kevin Nagama second last play of the game let's, yeah. let's see if k Nat yeah. can win this game for us I'll throw a cut out like he's come left finally yeah the Raiders are on the back foot the Markers just scrambled it's four on four. Sorry, I think they're five. They're, no, they're, are they five on four? They're four on four. They are. Yeah. Like there were so many options for Kier in that situation. He, in my, you know, he could have pulled Mana with him. He didn't. Marno could have been back on the inside. He could have given a short ball to Crichton. For mine, what was on was he should have done like, set Crichton back on the inside, dummy to him and gone and gone outside Fogarty. That was on because Fogarty. Yeah. Was running backwards and his sled is a wet week. Sorry, Slows is a wet week. Not sled is a weak week. <laughs> sled is wet week. But then he just threw the cutout ball to Kevin Nagama. And even if Tupai was there, that's also not Daniel Tupai's game either. Yeah. So no, like he's got like, oh no. fuck a phone that oh wait the good guy's not there. Is so he throwing cut cutout to Nagama and it's like well that. Game's so over.
0: let's let's throw it to <laughs> the worst backline player at our club.
1: Yeah, and and then <laughs> right. hope he like maybe he just I don't know does something and he's never he done turns- before. <laughs> and hope he
0: and hope he catches the ball and turns into Wes Nagama from fifteen yeah. years ago.
1: Yeah. yeah. It was just bad, but the Kiri seems to be like he plays everything like he's on the short side. That was a short side play again. Yeah.
0: You know, it's, it's, like, frantic.
1: Mate, it's frantic. It's
0: frantic. Uh, it's real Mitchell Pierce vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, is, mate. Just panic and yeah. i like we'll see what happens with it. But I know there's been some Kiri Radcliffe chatter because they obviously haven't done anything, but and we all know Uncle Nick. Doesn't mind cool. cutting bait real quick, and but it's just what other options are out there.
1: Yeah, and when you have him playing like that, and like that's kind of Connor Watson's goal as well. Like they pick the ball up and they want to go far forward, they want to go fast. Yeah, you know, and those periods there, and they're rolling down the field. It looks likely, but it's like it looks good, but nothing's happening. You know, no. they're making meters, but no. nothing's happening. Like the Raiders' defense isn't crumbling. There's no one breaking through the line, and they kept doing that. That's why you keep seeing them rolling downfield, and you're like, oh, they 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 might win this game, but. Yeah. Your Suwali has really you know, started the show the last five or six weeks the talent that we've heard he had and he's fantastic in the air one of the great takes you'll see he took that, that week but your A plan when Tedesco and a couple other guys out shouldn't be kick it to the 19 year old or 18 sorry, year old sorry that shouldn't be that shouldn't be plan A that no. shouldn't be you know that's like Broncos on but it's fine but <laughs> yeah. they,
0: it looks like they work towards that yes, like they like just three throw doubles. a shot on the fourth like Whereas when I know when Kronk was there, it was always wanting to like double and triple up on a set, like yeah. have multiple shots in the attacking twenty. And now it's just oh, let's just work for this. Like it's a one in ten chance it's going to come off. Yeah, because Kiery's kicking games not. He's not. He's not Cleary. He's not Adam Reynolds.
1: No. Like
0: it's it's not like it's pinpoint. So it's a risk to do that.
1: It is, and it's not like like when Kronk does that stuff. Like you know, we're going to talk about Origin games later, but. Is it like the 2017 series? He puts like two on a plate, one for Oates and one for Holmes on the wing, and they're, they're wide open. That's yeah. because there was four attacking raids before that, you know? Yeah, got, exactly. Got the thing yeah. compressed and kicked it. A couple of times you kicked the Swali, he jumped over like four dudes. It's like, yeah, they know you're kicking there. Yeah. <laughs> like, why yeah. don't you try and stretch him and let Swali get one-on-one in the air? That's your real plan, plan. Yeah. But it felt like some of those sets was like, we're going to kick to Sawali. Let's just set up for that. Yeah, let's Go's just back. set up
0: and get to that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, like, yeah. the Raiders guys, like, they played well. Like Xavier Savage is showing some things at fullback, finally, at least. Like, people are wrapping his run meters too much. They don't fucking matter. But, you know, he had a little, like, a nice little passer to, uh, to Moko, who set up a, we tr- set up a try yeah. in this one. And he was a bit more likely. Great little pickup. He was pretty good. Uh, Wolford's okay in his role there. Tarponet was fucking sensational. He's
0: insane, isn't he? Like, he's he just, is. like, he's got to be one of the, Best medals in the comp at the moment. It's he does, mate. That's he's ridiculous. playing it. Yeah, he's
1: Look, well, really like if, if I knew Hargreaves was out, I wouldn't have cold trained the Roosters, but we don't change our tips. Obviously, me and Bunga yeah. I don't because we do it on the air. But, but I knew when once that went, I thought you'd lack some direction. I know people don't see directions from forwards, but Hargreaves does that often, mate. When you guys yeah. are fucking around and home's like, let's just go forward. Yeah, you know, maybe some second place will go. Yeah, out when, you, when
0: you're when your hot head front row is the calm head in the team, it probably yeah. <laughs> it says a bit, yeah.
1: It does, mate. But yeah, just they just don't feel like the team we thought they'd be. And nah. as you said, mate, it's just frantic, frantic, frantic every week. And some weeks it comes off and they kill the team. Yeah, it's great. But and the, in this game here, mate, they you know they could have scored fifty points. They scored sixteen. Like they yeah. had enough field position to put a score on. Yeah, it never looked yeah, like doing just, it though.
0: Just haven't done it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Ugh. How are you feeling about the rest of the season, mate? For them, what? Do you think they make the top four? Do you think they end up sneaking in over the 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 Cowboys, Broncos, Eagles?
0: Like, well, the thing is, right? All those we've beat all those teams. You have, like, that's a thing. They can beat these teams that are like good, but then whereas it was a thing before where they would just they struggle against the good teams, pound the crap teams. Now they the teams that aren't as good they're struggling. Like we've lost to the we've lost to the Raiders, the Dogs,
1: and the Dragons this year, and the Knights. and the Knights,
0: <laughs> yeah, like far out, like. But then beat, yeah, got lost the rabidos too,
1: and, and then that, yeah, rabidos, yeah.
0: But like, mm. it's there's just some weird losses, like the eels coming off the back of beating the storm, mate. That that game, I felt that I was not stressed during that game for one moment, like that they were just on that game. But it just seems it's too inconsistent. Yeah, it's, I have, I like it's gonna be fourth off fifth. I can't see him contending unless Melbourne and Penrith get tons of injuries. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah. yeah.
1: um but you said it is weird mate because they have one they've come up stood up for those games they've had to stand up for but Penrith, yeah. whatever. Penrith they not really count but they pumped the Sharks last week. Yeah. And you know they beat the Eels and then they go to Canberra and play at this on the weekend. And it it yeah. it just frustrates the shit out of you guys. Also like oh. just like, the, the Walker-Kiri thing is incredibly frustrating and watch it every week, and it just doesn't change. Like, it doesn't yeah. look like it's evolved at all.
0: And, like, that's something I'd love a journey to ask, Robbo, like, what the thinking behind having Walker and Kiri swap sides was. Mm. Like, Walker was great last year on the right. Kiri's one of the best left-sided players in the comp. It's almost like he thinks, or well, the lead half has to play on the right. But, yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. mate. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Like Walker's sick on the right, Kiri's sick on the left. But yeah, let's let's swap them.
1: Yeah, like I said, even if it's going to be still seven on Kiri's back, dominating yeah. the, the touches. Like yeah, I don't know why he's on the other side of the field. But yeah. the other major thing issue with it is like, and if you're not a fan of the team, you don't watch your stuff every week, or whatever. You don't realize how good or bad a team's kicking game really is. Oh, but their kicking game is fucking terrible.
0: It's it's probably like it's it might be the worst of the comp.
1: Yeah, because like you know, like, there's bad teams, right? But like the Bulldogs have Burton, yeah. Sexton can kick well for the Titans. The Warriors have Johnson. The Tigers yeah. now have Hastings, who's decent. The Knights have like Clifford. Like, there's good kicking games down there.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's it's wild. Like, it just yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. And and just and it seems like they've really just gone that one kicker. Kiri he does the bulk kicking. He's not mm-hmm. that good of a kicker. Like, mix it up a little bit. Like. The best they look is when Hutchison jumps out of dummy half and pings one into the corner.
1: So bad. Hey, yeah. Like, it, it wasn't a great sign that they're like 10 minutes ago to like, fuck, get Hutch back on to swap <laughs> this out. <laughs> like, He's the man. He is. Yeah. I, I, I do like uh, Sam Walker's attacker kicking game, though. He puts in some kicks I've just never seen.
0: Oh, Just weird little
1: kicks. They're cool. Yeah.
0: It's like backyard shit. Like, yeah. It's just like, even like against power, that Chip and Chase, like, the audacity and even the vision, just like, oh, Gutho's not there. It was like yeah. third tackle, sick, here we go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But you would right winning lingo in this game too. But yeah, yeah not not at great. I'd love to see him just take control.
0: Game. Let give him the team. Because realistically, it's gonna be his team.
1: Yeah. And I get it's like one of those things, oh, you don't want to put all the pressure on a young man, but it's like, do you also want to win fucking football games? Like yeah. at some point, you know, some young fella's ready for some pressure. And and Luke here, as you said, he's put on Put on tape for a decade that he's not a seven. Every time he's been given the seven jersey, he's looked like shit. Yeah. yeah. He looks fantastic in six.
0: Yeah, it's weird.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Should we move on? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. All right. Uh, yeah, there's there's a game coming up in a couple of nights time. Um, state of origin number one. Um, obviously, Mitch, you're quietly <laughs> confident. Well, sorry, nothing you do is quiet, but you're confident. I'm a quiet, about, I'm about, quiet about, uh, I did Before we get into the, not, uh, the meat of it, I did read this tweet just then while we were talking. Reuben Cotter will fly to Sydney this afternoon ahead of Origin 1, despite awaiting the birth of his first child. Cotter's partner isn't due until the weekend, but if the bub decides to arrive early, they've accepted that he will miss the birth. Reuben Cotter is fi- he's the first man to subscribe to. Family is temporary. Parents. Well, not premierships in this case. Origins are forever he's putting so. up the balancing and origin versus a premiership right there in front of you too, mate but uh mm. <laughs> no i mean of course like honestly of course like what player has missed in on origin like it's not the first guy to have a baby around this time of the year right or finals but like it's yeah it sucks but he's not going to give give up on that imagine missing your first origin i know babies are important whatever whatever but it's like we, First we, Origin on day, but imagine missing it for your birth of your child and then it's never getting a shot again. Like yeah. if, they, if, if he misses the game and they win, that doesn't mean they're calling back in the fucking side the next game, does it? So yeah, yeah. That's a Good point. If and the baby also, wants food on the table, dad plays Origin.
0: <laughs> but it's also like we don't live in America where like he can literally fly home straight off the game. Yes. That's a good point. Like exactly. It's, yeah, it's it, take, what, it takes, what, three, four hours to fly Townsville from Sydney? It's nothing.
1: Honestly, it's selfish from mum if she can't cross the legs for a couple hours. You're right on a Wednesday night, <laughs> if, right. if it it's like seven pm and, and, and the contractions are just starting, it's like, listen, mum, sort your act out. Yeah, <laughs> yep. um, yeah. Um, uh, sorry, I should I should say before we get into the origin chat, um, Peter Vella is the chairman of the Australian national team now. Selectors of the national, team. I mean, he's yes. the chairman of everything. Uh, uh, I I love the joke when I read it, but no, it's not. It's real. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, saw it
0: too and was shocked. I was like, ah. Uh, Okay. I just laughed. I just, I
1: just love, like, there's just, like, nothing this guy can't get away with, apparently. You just come up with the idea and no one says, Hey, mate, you probably, you probably shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. You know, it's like he does this. And the best part of it, too, is that, like, they told everyone else, like, pretty much when we found out, you know, it's like they, Laurie Daly and Lauren Darren Lockie didn't know they lost their jobs. They lost them. And then they told Freddie and Billy after, and then naming the first squad. Like, what is it like after or like during Origin? For the yeah, there's some weird thing where like Brad Fittler and 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 um and Paul Green are gonna have to get together like a fucking parlay, and also Billy Slater, sorry, and and like during the Origin series and and pick the team together or something. Like, yes, yes, his fourteen-man squad during the Origin series. So it's (laughs) like
0: makes perfect sense.
1: It does. It makes perfect sense for the two guys competing, and I like their opinions should matter. I agree like, I don't think they should be selectors because of the like. There is a conflict there, no matter what we say. There's a conflict between those two people, and will be. Their opinion does matter, but you know, like Mal or the other selectors can just call those guys. Go, Hey, what do you reckon?
0: But you hear know? me out. Can yeah. they do it like they do the NBA All Star Draft?
1: I mean, now they am listening. Yeah. But it's just great. Like, so what if they're halfway through the series and they're 1 1? You're like, this would be that's great. Great time to sit down, boys, and just get some conducive, cooperative work going, get them going with, with PVL sitting there somehow thinking he, he belongs in that meeting. When he, like, come on, we've all heard Oshay Ole, whatever. It's great. And then I saw Mal had some quotes like two or three days ago saying, No, I'm still the coach. I'm still in charge. Right. Keep telling yourself that, Mal. <laughs> Keep, keep telling yourself that he'll be he'll be the chairman of coaches soon too, buddy. If you, if you don't watch that mouth, Mal, not good.
0: Uh, um, I just and, yeah. Well, so you go into um Brownie just wishes he was as slick as PVL, right? Like well, yes, I think
1: Brownie. I think they are kind of cut from the same cloth a little bit. Like nothing really sticks to Brownie either. Like there's a fa- there's the fact that he was at the Knights who won a game in a season. Yeah. Um, instantly improved when he was fired somehow got credit for the fact that they didn't suck anymore has now gone to a second team who also got worse after he got there and yet now he might leave that team and there's already people going oh well he's the perfect man to go to the bulldogs and fix their problems
0: yeah uh yeah rugby league fans are stupid though <laughs> that
1: yeah that's a very good point yeah <laughs> yeah probably just but, yeah.
0: clip that and just play that like
1: whenever we can't explain something. yeah. Well, I've always been someone who says at the World Cups, I cheer for Australia because like, I know I like to the, the small nations, but come the final, if Australia's playing Tonga, I'm cheering for Australia. Like, fuck the good of the game stuff. Whatever. I care about that stuff, but it's like, there'll be a day where Australia aren't be the best at it, you know? Mm. And just like how the All Blacks, I and mean, these Kiwis have never cheered for someone else for the growth of the game and Union. They don't give a fuck. No, like- but I think that is different though, because... Like it's more competitive. For better yes. or worse, it's a more established international sport. It is. Like with the, yep. the Rugby League World Cup was in Australia when we were kids it was like a gigantic deal. Like it was a big, big yeah, deal. But, but oh, I mean it was more comp- it was more competitive 30 years ago than it is now, the Rugby League League World Cup. It just went through a period our lifetime it was uncompetitive. Like yeah, France maybe. had a good team 50 years ago, you know. But like so I'll cheer for them, but there's a legitimate chance they don't go into this world cup as the best yeah. team on paper. And it's going to be Maybe. great that if they lose, I can na- 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 now blame Landis.
0: Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's good.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm a little bit different. Again, when it comes to that, like I like seeing other teams do well for for the for the for, for a variety right. of reasons. I mean, I'm, I'll cheer for no, Tomo right all the way to the final. Yeah, no, but I, I think the other reason as well is again, and this this isn't really the case now. The teams are a lot more likable now. But like, especially when you were kids, like if you hated the Brisbane Broncos, like and you hated the Maroons on top of that, like suddenly it gets the end of the year and you're supposed to cheer for like the team that has Darren Lockyer and Shane Webke and Tony Carroll and Justin Hodges on it. Like well, it's, it just. It's, like so you can you mean, understand mate? no well if they lose I- you can go oh well the fucking broncos did it like yeah fine. okay like, but, the years, but like the years when it was like all paul Gallen, these dickhead mate somehow well yeah like, well that the was squad. the same for you right like- yeah like, they got half the team when they weren't winning any of the fucking origin series whatever i got to laugh when they lost though like yeah like people lost. used to be flabbergasted like, what you care at origin i'm like you don't want to tear for a different team that's greg bird and mitchell pierce in it and you're flabbergasted that i don't want to do that Like, fantastic yeah, Um, yeah. But yeah, so like, it, no. It's I don't realistic know. though. Going that World Cup, like it's realistic that the Kiwis have a spine of like Manu at fullback, yep. Dylan Brown and, and Jerome Hughes the halves. Brandon Smith is the hooker, like James Fisher-Harris, Sava Salamona, Wea Hargreaves. You know, front rowers, back row of like oh so Tarpane as well. You know, back oh, yeah. row of like Tohu Harris, Papali'i, Nakora, Bromwich, other Bromwich. Like that team might be better than and played better than Australia's. Pretty handy team. Yeah. Like, So so it's not like it's a... Wait, doesn't Papali play for Samoa? Or did play for Samoa? uh, Isaiah Populi.
0: Oh, sorry. I was like, The good one.
1: Yeah, I'm like, Josh plays for Australia and Samoa, right? Yeah. yeah, Okay, right. right, Sorry. Sorry. sorry, sorry. And I mean, we don't know all those. Those guys are still deciding who they're going to play for as well. Yeah. That's also a large part. part. that will. I mean, we'll have to see all that stuff before we can decide who's going to be the best team on paper. There's also a world where they don't pick Marto at fullback, right? Yeah. And he's just the best center in the world, then as well. And they yeah. have like, yeah. I don't know who they playing at fullback—Nickel Clockstar or like Watini
0: Zalesniak. yak is Matt still is Matt still their coach?
1: I think so. Yeah,
0: it's going to be Watini Zalesniak uh, at fullback. Oh, Mine is too. Might good. You yeah,
1: might bring Malakai Watini Zalesniak yeah. into the fold as well. Why not? What's but, Matt Ridge?
0: Uh, what's Matt Ridge? Uh, speaking
1: <laughs> of speaking of the best center in the world, um, Latrell Mitchell uh got COVID, so he won't be playing for South this weekend. Apparently, he's hamstring stuff in America went pretty well, but uh, as our friend General Physio noted today, that uh, sort of getting co- getting COVID means that he'll be on the shelf, and that will sort of com- complicate his sort of loading coming back, and apparently uh, these hamstring tend injuries uh, have the highest recurrence rate inside the first two weeks after you come back, so probably not the greatest thing for South's Season and for his sort of re- rehabilitation, but he's expected to be out for three weeks, isn't he? Still? Yeah, I, I mean, how much do you think South dodged this result up so that he wouldn't play Origin 2? I don't know. I don't think, like, if the <laughs> could joking. play, if yeah. Littrell, like you know, if the troll could play Origin 2, he'd play, I know, but, you know, without South, with or without, you gotta be South worried
0: about his um, his ISO loading as well. Like, he looked in good <laughs> shape when he got back from America, yeah. He's gonna he's yeah, going we'll keep the Ben and Jerry's away from him and he should be Mate, if right. he got through an
1: America trip and didn't put any pounds he'll be okay he'll be all right <laughs> um but yeah all right maybe uh should we talk origin yeah yes we should okay um uh, before we start talking about this week this this upcoming game uh we thought it was would be a fun thing to do to uh look back on a couple of our favorite state of origin series uh in general so we've each We've we've each got three. We haven't checked with the, the others, so I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of overlap. Um, this can be for a variety of reasons. This can be for like, uh, you know, it can just be one that was very memorable to you. It can be one that has historical significance. It can be, you know, whatever other reason. So, uh, Andrew, why don't you start? Do I start all three? Uh, sh- yeah, sure. Why not?
0: So yeah, we'll go, we'll go.
1: We'll talk about we'll talk about each one a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, sure, I'm going. Going. I'm sure yeah. there'll
0: be some overlap, but yeah, I've gone. So 2,000, obviously, okay. for um, instant, like for the grenade. Like, you can't, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> anyone anyone that knows me knows I love the grenade. Here so showing you exactly the 20 in, 20 up to
2: Morley, Fittler. And Brasher, back on the inside, Fletcher's in. Well, they are just carving up the cake now. They're getting it ready to serve. Ben Aiken hiding the face of dejection. What's this Fletcher doing? Here? They're all doing it. I don't know. It was pretty ordinary, right The tries are better than their celebrations. It available. They went to play the slide. Gordon Tallis simply trailed Bitler on the inside. I think Julian O'Neill was the one that came in, decided he'd break the rules. Fortunately, it didn't work out well for the Queensland boys. Further embarrassment. And <laughs> the bomb gets thrown. <laughs> oh, that's one of the best. It's a hand grenade. Yeah. Cut <laughs> on you, boys. Oh, I reckon <laughs> they've been practising this all week. I said, if we get to 30, we'll do this.
0: <laughs> that was, um, yeah, Fletcher's highlight. And that was just, yeah, as a, like, I would have been like 15 or 16 at the time when you're like fully in the swing of it and they just beat the crap out of Queensland. And that game three from Girdler was just insane. Like, yeah. just, yeah, ridiculous.
1: It's one of those series that, like, so for mine, when I do my picks, none of them are the blowout series. But I can not, I know why you, I see why you picked that one because that was one of those blowout series that the Blues really enjoyed. It wasn't yeah. like they won three games and pissed to it. Like, they were having the time with their life. Yeah. Like, you know, they were just because they, you know, that Queensland had won the prior two before that. Yeah. I know this went through a little, started that little three year run there, but the the Blues, you know, only won the first game by like four points and then won the next game 28 to 10. And they layered it up in the blowout and they were like, this is the fucking best. You know, (laughs) they throw the grenade or whatever. And the grenade is like (laughs) a big part of origin history. So I see why you picked that game.
0: Can you imagine if someone did the grenade now, though? Like, the blow up yeah. from everyone. Oh mate, oh.
1: there'd be some outrage, wouldn't there? Yeah. De- oh mate, Jerome Luai did it. Oh. <laughs> they would be furious. Oh, if someone was gonna bring point. it back. If someone was gonna bring it back, it could be Jerome. If you knew what happened, he wasn't really a blues fan then, but if he went back and watched him, yeah. He'd love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, do, do, you, do you wanna do do you want to do another one, Andrew, should we just go around the table? Now, and, and I could do all three of his yeah. three. so
0: then oh four. Ah, uh, I had 04. Okay, yeah. Running
2: to the short side, but Gidley comes back towards the center of the ground. At eight points all. We are in Golden Point extra time. A shot from Timmons has got the height, it's got yeah. the length.
0: That was just for me. Like there's the the Timmins field goal. You got
1: on-field scandals, off-field yeah. scandals.
0: Fire up, yeah. <laughs> that was fire up as well. Yeah. Um, yeah Freddie coming back field goal. Yeah, you got Freddie coming back and reminding everyone that yeah, he's he was he was pretty good at this rugby league thing. He went all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that was that was a big one, I think. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, 2004 yeah. is one of those series is like as a Queensland loss, it's still one of my favorite lost series if you get me because I've, I've I actually re-watched, I haven't re-watched game one in a long time. I re-watched that today and I said it to Ando when we watched it, it's like we always talk about how shit halves and are now compared to then or similar but you can just see when you watch one of these old games just how much less scrutiny they were under for like we you have to be able to create with the ball always the half. People mm-hmm. always scrutinize you for that but 20 years ago, people didn't really care about your kicking game, for example. No one really got up your ass for your kicking game or for your general steering team around the field all the time, you know, Joey, whatever, different. But in game one of that series, like Scott Prince is awesome for 60 minutes. They're maybe the worst player on the planet for 20 minutes <laughs> and nobody cares. Yeah. You know, like they get down. So Queensland actually scored more tries than the Blues in that game. Um, and they get they get down to 8 all. Ken Smith misses the conversion from the sideline. Young Ken Smith, it was a terrible kick. A terrible shot at goal, missed the conversion from the sideline. It's eight all, like 20 minutes to go. And the Queensland don't get a shot at field goal off until the 80th minute when the Blues give, have a dropout and Billy takes a snap from the dropout. They don't get a shot off before that. That's the only shot they have. The Blues have a couple. Like, Craig Gower drops one. Uh, everyone, if you don't remember it, you can probably think of it now, like, Mason forces a drop from Shane Webke on tackle two with, like, two minutes to go. The Blues like, we got this game won. This is great. They don't stamp off the scrum. They have one hit up, and then Bauer just drops it cold in front of the sticks. I think it's when Sean Timmins knew. He's like, he's not doing yeah. the fucking next one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> give me the ball. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, like, in that last five minutes, there's, like, a period there where the Queens have a good set, ends on, on Queensland's 40, and Scott Prince lollipop kicks it, to Luke Rooney on the run, 30 out from the Blues line, onto his chest. And it's like, bitch mm. Pierce was hung on the streets for that. <laughs>
2: you
1: know, his <laughs> chest. <laughs> and then the Blues screw that set up somehow. And then with three minutes to go, Queensland have the ball 40 metres out from the Blues try line, tackle four on the back of a few good tackles. Gets to Scott Prince. You're like, oh, here we go. And he runs to the line and just ki- he kicks it. Kicks it into the end goal. It's like, dude, there's three minutes left in this game. And he kicked it away. Yeah. That happens. Whatever. Blues fuck it up again. And then the last, second last get play of the game in the 80 minutes before we get to extra time. But Smith, we get down there again, 40 meters out. And young Ken Smith picks the ball up a dummy half and looks for Scott Prince. And you can't find him. He's like, picks it up with the last. He's like, where the fuck's Scott Prince? Then looks at Chris Flannery, who's the sixth for that game with Lockyer injured. Chris Flannery runs away. <laughs> <laughs> so Gansman so just kicks it into the corner Because he's standing on his two feet And yeah. somehow Billy Slater like chases and forces a drop out Whatever But if a half played like that now, mate You'd not hit the end of it
0: and Yeah, ran yeah. that's insane yeah.
1: But the field goal, Ando uh, Those are things that make origin Hey, some random yeah. dude That's what Timmins did Because there was a lot of like, And I don't think any of these series will be in your list and they're not in mind Mitch. So it doesn't like, we just mentioned a couple others so, because obviously sort of those years when you're like 12 to 15 are kind of the most formative one once it comes to like your sporting opinions and the stuff you remember most from sports, I think it's mm-hmm. fair to say. And there was a lot of those little moments just across those three years. And I, I picked O four four as the best series of that lot, but the, obviously you had O2, you had Talus ragdolling Brett Hodgson over the sideline and then, I'm flipping off that guy in the crowd (laughs) of the sign about his mom. Um, And then you had, um, you had oh five 5 as well, which had the Matt Bowen intercept from Brett Kamali, which I still don't know why he ran around under the post to improve the position, but anyway, why not? Uh, Why not? Winners win win, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. And you had, and then of course uh, going a little bit further down, you had O9 where, I mean the series itself, wasn't great. Queensland won the first two games comfortably, but then of course you had the massive blue in game three. And of course that amazing gift of Ben Cray backpedaling away from Justin oh, Hodges. Um,
0: that just gets worse with time too, because people have seen Justin Hodges in a boxing ring now. Like why was Ben Cray <laughs> <laughs> running away? It's
1: a very fair so, point. Yeah. Uh, all right, so, Andrew, what's your what's your third year? No, 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 I want to talk 2004 a bit more. Oh. Let's move on to 2004. So the best, 2004 though, right? Like this is back in origin again, like, They didn't... Combination, they didn't give a shit. They just picked the best team, and if it didn't win, they changed, like, seven things. So, like, game one happens. The Blues do win, but, like, because Craig Gale was awful. He was just terrible in that He got
0: injured, didn't he? He hurt his knee? Yeah.
1: He was awful, got injured. They used Brett Finch game (laughs) two before they used Barrett game (laughs) three. But it's like the the Fittler return. And, obviously, special place in in, uh, in Ando's heart, and it's his second-last origin series... That second game, I mean, you know, Queensland win it. So obviously, he's not going to have been one of the better players on the field. And I've to watched those games today. And my main takeaway so like, Queensland was like, yeah, what a shock. Lockyer, Smith, and Slater are really good. You know, like young Smith and young Slater, you can still see it already. And game two, I just like, uh, I don't know. I keep, I remember this series being better from Freddie. You know, I was like, what's going on? But he fucking brained game three.
0: Mm. Yeah, just, he's in like, that little clip you sent me today of him hit the blind side and hitting Gaznia and just even the Gaznia's first try, the early ball, like that was Mm. just a big fact. Some players would do that because that was big, like whole running time. And like Gaznia Mm -hmm. was obviously pretty good. Like just was like, oh yeah, Gaz's got space. And he just threw a 15 meter cutout right on the chest. Like it's, Yeah. Yeah.
1: He was special, mate, and he set up pretty much everything they did in this game. I mean, they had two tries; they bombed off from him. Like one of them, Ben Kennedy just—he uh, puts a good kick in. Ben Kennedy ever runs it, decides to push Reese Wesser over, even though like the Blues had scored behind Ben Kennedy. But you know, Kennedy was going to do what he's going to do. <laughs> I take it off here, but like like Freddie brained that game. He was awesome yeah. in it. And like other thing, I was watching it too. Other guys like I—I hated Willie Mason when I was younger. When you're a kid, you're pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, but he had one of the like the best origin series as an 04 from a from a forward. Well, just you just have to admit, yeah. it, you know, like yeah, he had 190 meters on 12 runs in that game. In game, game yeah, uh, just, sorry, that's man. quite good.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. insane.
1: Yeah, and he had that. He almost got a 60 meter try if you remember. He
0: yes got the ball. Yeah. yeah, he had
1: a massive hit up, and he got to Billy one on one, and he was doing what Corey Oates did to um. Dylan Walker, he was like, I'm going to carry Billy over the line. Grabbing him. And yeah. he he dropped it when he went down. Like, when he fell in front of the line, he dropped it. Yeah. He almost had a great thing. And I hate seeing that. But <laughs> it's just a great origin series. And yeah. even Brent Barrett, mate, was good in the last game.
0: That last, that I forgot. Like, that's something. Like, Barrett was, that try he scored was insane. It was. Yeah. Like, it's just a shame he played his whole career for the Dragons. would have been good to see him with a it decent is. coach at some point.
1: 100% mate and the other, other takeaway I had too is um, Matt Gidley was it game 1 and 2 in that series did he play yeah he did and yeah. he was set Tamana up for 2 in, in game 2 but Matt Gidley still had it like, and he in that first game like when they wouldn't take field goal when Timmons kicked his field goal but there's a couple of times like Bediris is going short side on the last tackle and, Badiris, and Gidley does that dumb like no, we got we, we the got the skulls are that way. So he runs like twenty meters sideways and straight. So like, yeah, this is where we have to be, Dan He's yeah. Like this is the sticks are there. Just a yeah. smart
0: player. Yeah. He was yeah. Well Yeah. All so, right. Uh
2: Endo, your third
0: series. Is twenty nineteen.
2: With the fourth. Now for Murray. Goes away out to Pierce. He gets one away to Tom Draboyevich. It's gone to Blake Ferguson. Ferguson, can he stand up? Now he throws the pass. He's got it back to you-know-who. Tedesco for the corner. Tedesco's over. James Tedesco appropriately puts it over the line in front of the sea of Blatsky's Blues down at the northern end. And look at this. Have a a look at this. There is no obstruction. No, Nobody more the deserving the field. than James Tedesco. The referee, the main referee, thinks it's a try.
1: Okay. All
0: right. Yeah, just more of a recent one. Just, yeah, it was that. It was like the first game Queensland got up and then I think everyone, I don't know, like people may be a bit shocked by that and mm. put the series on straight away, which is pretty good and then the second game it was a blowout and like wasn't a contest at all and then that that third game was sick, I thought. Like Yeah. Yeah. Game three of that was awesome. I think it ended yeah, 26, This is the
1: finest moment. Yeah. <laughs> Getting carried to that
0: win. Yeah. Yes.
1: No, he threw a pass. He threw a pass. He did. Oh mate, the bat oh,
0: series. He got some oh, credit for that pass, hey. Like oh, oh he mate, created didn't he just, space. It's like oh he just, fuck, he passes to Tom Dorovich. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> mate, Frank Jake could,
1: made Origin for five years doing Frankie that.
0: Frankie could do that. <laughs> yeah,
2: he could. Yeah.
1: Um, but this series, and I will talk about one as well. But in those series, you can see Tedesco is like by far and away the best player in the world, like, well, at least in origin at that point. Hey, he was just for a few years there on fire, and that series (sighs) was like that as
0: well. Yeah, like he was like when it got to 20, like I was thinking it was was 20, all it's just like, oh, yeah, Teddy's gonna pull something out of his ass here, and then Furgo puts that kick in, and yeah, it's just game over over. It was. Yeah.
1: Mate, Mitchell Pierce won an Origin Series, so I hate that that's yeah. one of the ones you picked. But... <laughs> and it's, it's probably worth mentioning that also 2019, uh, the Women's State of Origin, we went to North Oval and it was fucking great. It yep. was. So, yep. Yeah, it's a really good night. So, great series overall. Good answers, Zando. Alright. Um, so, I had 04, which you already talked about. Yep. Um, the second one on my list is 2012.
2: Oh, so, they're on the last tackle and Cooper's gone. Starting, get ready for the short kickoff. Well, in past years, they've been looking for Darren Lockyer to take control and come up with something. Well, Cooper Crock has just come up with if if Todd Carney a career goal from the sideline, it's a career drop kick. Um,
1: I think that of all the series in the era of Queensland dominance, I think that was by far the most competitive one and by far the one that had the most compelling game, which is, of course, game three of that series um that's given context of of, of the degree of both the degree of difficulty and mm. what was on the line you can make a case it's the best field goal that's ever been kicked and yeah I just I just remember this being like I mean as far as a neutral can be just being very very invested in this series because it was just fantastic you had you had Todd Carney play play uh playing for the blues you had obviously peak queensland for most of the time um with without billy slater in game 3 as well gi the superior fullback coming in there um and yeah I, I don't know It's 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 just the one that in that time period stands out the most to me yeah it's also with with, with origin in that and that's one of those times like oh, i spoke about then about the halves failing in origin what those that queensland spine kind of did is ruin Har's expectations in Origin, that is true. and Cronk Con- yes. stood up in that game again and did it. And I mean, we saw in t- like 2014, yeah. like DCE, you know, failing to win the series essentially without Thurston, kind of cut his Origin career for a few years. And and Cleary was under attack in his first Origin series a couple of years ago because we just expect greatness instantly from the spine yeah. Origin because the Queensland guys had done that. But that was only Cooper Cronk's first series starting as the Queensland halfback, hmm. you know, and he came in. And did that and it, it was as you said a sensational uh, field goal but one of those series is it's in in lost in the streak is series is like 24 that actually weren't blo- like were close they were close every game was close you know the Blues won what game two 16 12 Queens only scored the Blues by three points the entire series like it was a close series yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and the last one I had on my list which again is when we literally did a podcast about last year so I don't know how much we need to delve into it if people want to go back and listen uh, we did an episode on the game 2 2014 in lockdown
2: What's about- mind when he got through that he
1: had a kick coming up um during covid the... um but yeah 2014 just began because of the significance of what was on the line and the fact that um sort of it was just given what else happened that day as well it's just always going to be ingrained in my mind what just a massive sporting day that was for australia people don't know tim Kale scored that screamer against the netherlands like four hours later so like um yeah, uh, you know, just a great story Trent Hodgkins, finest hour um, I mean, we can and have talked We could talk about that game all day um, But we won't, because Mitch has got some uh, Series to add to the mix as well I mean, it, Queensland It's pretty easy what number one is And it's not even relatively close But like 2006 to the
2: ball four, into the corner Lock it. Driving it down Into the northwestern corner where growth Gets a favourable bounce. And he's tackled inside 20 by Flannery, Morgan, Berrigan. The Blues slow to get back into the line. come there's the man Darren Lockyer one of the true champions of our game and we don't use that term loosely we've got great players we've got excellent players but very few champions he's in the right category can you believe this Next Queensland champion, next Queensland champion. Yeah, I didn't have we'll that on my remain. list because
1: I knew you would pick it. So yeah, it will always remain. A, I don't know how it could be beaten as the best origin series ever for a Queenslander because it obviously started the streak, but it has all the things you want as a Queensland fan from origin. Like the streaks really fun, but what Queenslanders really want is throwing in a bunch of shit players and somehow beating a rep team. And this series had that, but more than once. You know, in game one, the Queensland lineups kind of it's pretty strong, and you do have Lockyer and Thurston through the whole for the whole series. You do have Cam Smith the whole series, but Billy Slater is out for the series. Matt Bowen plays fullback in the first game. Hunt plays fullback in the second game. Shifovsky plays fullback in the third game. Rhys Wesser plays on the wing in game three. Josh Hannay plays out of reserve grade in game three. Adam Wog plays game two and three on the wing. Like everyone knows this series, everyone knows about the, the Lockyer intercept, you know, intercepted by Darren Lockyer. They can't take that one off him. They won't take that one off him. Oh, no, says Gus Gould. But you know everyone knows those moments. It's, just, it's defined the streak for me. And it was after the, the three years they just lost in a row. And, you know, obviously media liked to overhype the times, but that was serious people talking about, mate, if this is what's happening for Origin, Origin will die. And it's not going to die, mate, but it felt like the brink in that team came back from the brink and had just some fine moments and even had it did it against the dastardly referee in this, in that game three, mate, when they go that Brent, Ho- that Eric growth, try off, Brett Hodgson, dropping a bomb, mm. Gus Gould and still almost had aneurysms, even though they're blues fans, because it was terrible, but they, they somehow found a way to win. It was fantastic. I'm really happy for you. You should be. Um, no, <laughs> I, I, I'll be, I mean, again, like, it was just remarkable and, and and you're right because that was at the sort of the time where again, we just took the blues winning for granted. Like, you know, Queensland had drawn the series and retained the title in 2 but then the blues had won three in a row after that and were favorites. I think I assume going into this one as well, but, um, but yeah, you're right, mate. Like there was just so many memorable moments where everyone still talks about Adam Mogg coming in basically off the street score and scoring three tries across two games. Um, and yeah, Darren Lockyer, Gus Gould yelling out, no, <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah, just so many memorable moments. Um, yeah, it got the English debut as well. Or oh, that's no, their second year, sorry, wasn't it? You played the other Yeah. No, it was his debut. I'm crazy. And he scored today. It was quite funny watching you watch game one of that series, the Blues target Greg English. And mm. it works. Like, we like Queensland uh, lost that game by one. It's the Brett Finchfield goal game. Mm. But like, It's weird seeing the one time they targeted Greg Inglis and uh, Matt King got the best of him. But the other thing that makes that origin so significant, like, you can still see it now. Like, Phil Gould, when he used to write a lot more, like, wrote an article pretty much, like, put the bullet in all the Queensland side before this series and built for the future. And that was, like, a thing. Like, if Queensland lost 2006, Lockyer might never have played origin again. Wow. You know, it's like... and. If you there's if you look at this article, people can Google it. It's it said Google is it time for Lockyer to consider his Origin future? That's the name of the article. Wow. In that article, uh, Gus Gould pushes for Aaron Payne to come into the site as well.
0: Oh, <laughs> so, you know
1: pa- Payne, Prince Thurston, and Bowen are the Origin stars of the future. Not so not Cam Smith. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> but, but anyway, but that that was the thing that that. If Queensland didn't win that series, it could have been the last you saw an origin of guys like Lockyer, uh, Steve Price, uh, Seven Receiver. Like, Webke was already gone. But like some of those guys have been around for a while. We're going to probably get the bullet. They won. And, yeah, obviously, Dynasty continued. Lockyer's origin t- career continued from then. But you do find, like, I watched 2004. That was another thing I took away from it. Lockyer was the only guy on the field who could kick the fucking ball. <laughs> like, he watched his old games. That's about what you get. But it is funny. You go from, again, 2004... Phil Gould goes from calling Lockyer better than Fitler and the best player in the world to 2006 going he's not that good actually getting him out of Origin, and he also lists all the fullbacks that are better than than Lockyer, being Bowen, yeah. English, Wester, and, Slater, and Hunt. then he just goes on to play in five more series after that. <laughs> yes, yes, all winning series, but you know, and he was fantastic in that series as well. But I will yeah, still never forget that, like his intercept and like the Brent Tate runaway try of Young Thurston with his running game. Yeah. I could still, you know, replay all the frames in my head when the camera cuts to the full, you know, the end on with, with Brent Tate running down the field and then he does his weird little dive over the trial line, just the classic one for all Queenslanders. Mm. Okay, all right, then, you got uh, you got another yeah. one. I do, I do, and and this one is very recent. Yes, twenty twenty.
2: Nathan Cleary, Jerry Evans off his right foot, a jink on the dummy, and then the scrum in one stop. Who's run around at O'Car? puts another kick in. Here comes Terry Evans. Daniel Tupou loses the ball. Queensland is assured. Wow. Munster. He is white right hot. Here he is again. Left foot kick. There's open pasture. Oh, that might have post him. Now it has it. Edric Lee goes over to score. Edric Lee. Goes in the score after Brinko got a hand on it, but it went back. Have I a try. Think
1: he thinks it's a try. The wrap. Corey Allen series as it's now. 2020. It, it has like it has to be in there because I know it has the start of a dynasty, and, the, and Queensland got flogged last year. But again, it's what we as Queenslanders crave. We love the streak, but we love more is underdog status. Throwing in some players that shouldn't be there. Even better when it's a coach like Bennett or or Mal. Bennett was in this series and then we also had like game three had the debut from uh, from Harry Grant and Harry Grant was fucking fantastic in hand with the bench here and pretty much sealed the game for Queensland but you know you had the, the Lee Cousins on, on one edge and you had the Blues Freddie gets it right often and gets it wrong as well and this is that series when it was in a bubble he picked Gutho and Whitener as the centres of the entire series it did not go well as predicted but you had Queensland pick them apart it was great
0: well, we had Lomax and Crichton were both in the bubble too, weren't
1: they? Yeah, but you didn't want to change anything, right? It was like, like it's an
0: excuse. Yeah, let's not pick actual centers. As I think, yeah. Vanguard, you might have said, like, I think it was you, like, oh, the only fullbacks that should play center are Trell and Tommy Turbo.
1: I have I have said that before. That makes, yeah, I like completely
0: say. agree with you. Like, that's mm. that's how it should be. And
1: if we're agreeing,
0: then we're definitely yeah. right. So, yeah, something's going wrong.
1: Yeah, but in, in that series, when you mentioned that, like, Dan Gagai beat Whiten one-on-one like five times. And yeah, that's yeah. like, Gagai's There's... never really been the best one-on-one player and Whiten's a good defensive player, but that's it. He doesn't defend out there anymore. And he's doing it. Um, <laughs> we'll see if he's doing it again on Wednesday. But I will say as well, like um, Val Holmes bombs like six tries off passes from Corey Allen and Dan Gagai. So he was very much my public enemy number one in that yeah. game three. But yeah, no, he that's... legit does like go back and he watch does. it. Like, yeah, Corey Allen played. A, he, all jokes aside, he played really well. And Harry Grant played really well, and they just fired up. And you know, yeah, he, he, Mitch is exactly right. This is exactly the kind of thing Queenslanders is froth about, sort of just. Yeah, I mean, the first game and we would had. You, would Sandler you say it's played? Would you say it's the like apart from 2014? Yeah. It's probably it's the biggest upset Origin series in our adult lives. I'd say. Yeah, definitely, and I and I do still think it's a, probably still a bigger upset than 2006 it was in 2006. Like, yeah. Well, you mixed had down there Can Smith, Smith Lockyer Thurston. Thurston, yeah, yeah. Like you know, mixed in there, those guys are still there. But you you come into this series and like we started the first game with Brimson at fullback, you know, who at that point was pushed it pushed in. Like Philip Sami's in there, yeah. Like whatever, it wasn't a great like, team. You, you look at the you look at the the back five for each team, and yes, Queensland have Val and Dan Gagai, but other than that, they have three people who have either been in or stayed in reserve grade this year. And then on the other side you have three fullbacks from top eight teams, and then Josh carr and Daniel Tupu on the wings as as the back yeah. five. So like the mismatch, the mismatch was crazy. And like you know, even even further up the field, like Cody Walker and Nathan Cleary, Monster Cherry Evans is pretty even. But other than that, like it's it, it's like Damien Cook against Jake Friend. It's like it's the back row. Guys like Crichton and Tyson Brazil playing against Kurt Capewell and Felice, and they just fucking did it. Yeah. They just outplayed it. And, and at did the you a super
0: matter- back to back premiership winner, Jake Friend. Sorry,
1: in- <laughs> I like Jake Friend, but Damien yeah. Cook is better. Yeah. And, uh, and as I said at the time, like people were calling it the worst Origin team ever. I was like, no, this is going to age well. When you look back at the few years, you look at names like Tino, for Malo Ali, and rate him. Like Tino is awesome. You see that now. MoFo yeah. good now like Lindsay Collins good now but at the time people were laughing at that lineup you know yeah, I mean still, the back yeah. the, the back line is still hilarious it is I mean come on Brinko Lee has he played first grade since then I don't actually no, he, <laughs> he don't played one so. he, he played one game for the Broncos didn't he yeah. no he hasn't played for the Broncos so and did Edric Lee no and Edric Lee has um also played well, just this year so fantastic series one. Yeah. yeah Edric Edric definitely came back this year but he started the year in reserve grade right
0: because he busted his foot yes. right yeah, yeah something like that yeah he did
1: And the last series for me, this was a hard one. 2001 doesn't make it. Like, that's a great series. Uh, All the debutants in series one, in in game one. And also, Langer comes back game three. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Another Uh, more rest.
1: Brenko Lee played one game in Jersey 23 on the interchange bench for Brisbane this year. Oh, they didn't really play a game. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, so you got one more? Yeah, so not yeah. Too, it's not 2001. Honourable mention, yeah. great series, mm-hmm. and it's not one that one of the streak ones. A lot of them are too easy. It feels weird not to have an English series, but 2017.
2: So three tackles gone. Thurston way to Cronk. Now it's out to Smith. Smith behind Napa for Slater. Slater to Morgan. Flick pass. Gagai is over. There it is. Gagai goes in to score. It's 16. Turned out to be something of a hero, hasn't he? Dane Gagai. Oh, he's good. Seven tries in six origins. He got three in one game. And what about this, many, with this kick? How many times in his career has he had a kick like this to win a match? Well, Daryl Halligan, who's a great goal-kicking coach in the league. I said to him one time, if you had to have one man kick a goal to save your life... Who would you get to do it? And he said, there are a lot better ball strikers than Jonathan Thurston, but if my life was on the line, he's the one I want to kick. He said he just wills them over. So he's got to will this one through the posts for Queensland to keep their series alive. The one man he would have take a kick to save his life. And here he comes. Listen to the crowd when it hits It's coming back 18-16 He wills it through the post Unbelievable What a player! What a goal kicker Now Queensland Have to watch out Okay
1: Huh. When that's the series people have forgotten in game two, the Blues are up 16 6, 20 minutes into it. Queensland had only led for like 10 minutes. That was the start of game two for the entire series until the end of game two. That's when Thurston did his shoulder. Yeah. And the Blues somehow fucking lost that game two. And then Queensland is, obviously won game three. Is that
0: the Mitchell Pierce it mouth it off series?
1: Yeah, it's this is the one where where Joey loses his shit post game, game two. Yeah. I remember I'm that. Yeah. 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 That's that series. And Tedesco is the best player in this series again. He's like, if you ever can watch it, he's just every, in everything good the Blues do, Yeah. like every carry or whatever. But it didn't fucking matter because yep. for some reason that in that game, in that game two, after Thurston got hurt, they ran him like once.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, not and
1: ideal. The, yeah, and before just before halftime as on well, the 30-second minute, again, 16-6. They break it. Tedesco makes a break down the right and they stretch it left. And Hayne has a if you might remember, he has two on one with like 10 meters to the sideline. And he goes himself and then like gets tackled, he gets grabbed. And when he's in the end goal, trying to pass it, he just throws it forward in the air. Like I said, like if he just passed, they would have scored and probably won the series, but he didn't pass. They bombed that, and then Queensland come back in that second half with um a Josh Maguire solo run when he spun and made a break, and Dan Gagai uh, supported him and, and and went through. But they yeah. pretty much came back in that game, mate. They there was this, this is the series where anytime Aaron Woods was on the field, they ran at him. It was before the Blues actually dropped Woods, and they came back. And they went up the guts yeah. at Woods the entire game, and it was the brilliance of like Cronk Smith that came back because Slater Thurston was a passenger, and Slater was everywhere as well. That was a great game. Thurston kicked the run from the right sideline in that instance. Yeah. <laughs> and then, this, yeah. Was, this was a series where Andrew Fafita was absolutely unbelievable in game one, right? And yes, then he it just was really involved after yeah. that. Yeah. And then in game three, like the good thing of 2020 has one of the best origin debuts from a Queenslander and Harry Grant. 2017 has probably the best origin debut from a Queenslander and Cam Munster. In that game, like when he that second half he had where he like he put Jared Wallace over for a fucking try. What more do you need? But he had that the great solo effort that Val Holmes also almost bombed. Oh, well, you're talking about Tim Glasby. Tim Glasby, no, he put undef- Jared undefeated, over. undefeated yeah. Origin. But yeah, Munster was great in that game, and yeah, it was. It's funny thinking he was sitting there waiting in the wings, but there yeah. he was, and he came in and, and had he and had a f- cracker game in game three, and. Mm. I thought that was the last we'd see Mitchell Pierce, but he did get his. <laughs> he got, got his dub. With, yeah, he got his dub. But yeah, another series he was bad yeah. in. But again, it's just those ones that they seem to define the the way you know what we think us idiots think of ourselves up with the underdogs is yeah. winning more origins. It's like the ones yeah. we're not supposed to win, or this one we were, we we I led the series for 15 minutes until the last game. You know that's yeah. the Blues were dominant and we still won the series. It's a good one.
0: I do yeah. have an honourable mention. No, have, just, have
1: as many as you want, mate. People love just, it when we just
0: do this. Just one, like just something. for one moment, and that's um yeah. 95 at the MTG with yes. the massive all-in-brawl. <laughs> yep, good mate, show. Ten-year-old and I love that. Yeah. Just keeps going. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it just like five minutes they're long. They're buggered. They just can't, like... It's, no one can throw any because they're just so tight and it just goes and goes it's, yeah it's excellent um,
1: I also enjoyed yeah. game three 2015 it was Mitch's birthday we watched it with we was robbed Dean Rob, yeah. and who was at the time an even bigger Mitchell Pierce defender than you Ender and so there was one try where GI runs right through Mitchell Pierce to score and he goes that wasn't yeah. Mitchell Pierce's fault and we, we rewound and made him watch it like 10 times great and I had Queensland 13 plus so it was, it was a good day <laughs> Yeah. Good day, but yeah, some of the things buried in those years too is just like how many bad mistakes the Blues made that led to tries. Like Queensland, like in 2006, they won from a terrible pass, it happened many a time. Like when Jared Hane just threw the ball into the Blues' in goal and, and Lockie picked it up and scored, that was a good one. Even in 2020, like wasn't that Justin that's Hodges? The Hodges did that too, he yeah. did that as well. <laughs>
0: Everyone, everyone's done it,
1: everyone's done it, but uh, like if one of the I actually, you know, I, I like Daniel Tubo, you know that, and I'm a fan, yeah. but. Rewatching twenty twenty, I forgot like he actually had a really shit house game in game like remember he threw like the <sighs> Queensland won that game once he threw that offload. Oh to it was back to
0: like twenty fourteen tubes. Like yeah. Everyone's so, like, it, Oh, he's so consistent. It's like, no, no, he does dumb shit. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. When he gets pressured, he does dumb shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that in that series you look, and it was White and Tupo, and it's like surely Freddie didn't think that was the combination to to yeah. join up again.
0: Uh. But but
1: that's the one. And uh, one thing I do like watching or- old origins again because to we do like people like hearing this stuff. But like when I was younger, it was so hard to understand why Cansooth was good when you were like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, or whatever. Because yeah. like when you're that old, you, you like the highlight plays, you know. Yeah. But you watch those old series, even as like an 18, 19 year old, he still is like, you know, putting nice little smart kicks in on tackle five or there's an occasion in the 2004 series that um, he, he wrest- kind of wrestles Craig Fitzgibbon and, you know, he, pu- he pushes the ball when Fitz holding it and then go- walks away and then Fitz, does drop it on his own but yeah. he kind of swings at Smith after he drops it because it's, it's you know, Smith's just been rubbing the ball for like 30 seconds and let's go up before he drops it, not penalized, but it's like, oh, he was like a jammy cunt in the ruck at like 19. He somehow yeah. just knew you're supposed to do that stuff, you know, things that make him yeah. great. Those were there. And okay. even in like 2006 when Queensland win that game, some reason Smith turns up in the centers and said to try up. It's like, whatever. But I didn't really appreciate him much when I was much younger. And then same with like Billy, because like I, I, I was so... In 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 like wrapped up in the hunt versus Billy stuff like a moron that I didn't appreciate how good young Billy was properly. And two thousand and four, you mentioned that series. Ando he had the everyone knows the great offside kick try, but Mm -hmm. like he was just all over the field. And you can see when you watch back now, like this guy is clearly one of the best players on on Queens on Queensland side of the field because he's just everywhere. And like they've got all these experienced guys, but you've got Lockyer looking for the. 19 on the wing who looks he's like 70 kilos you know because they, they yeah. trust his talent so those are always the fun parts when you go back and watch old origins seeing like the, you know the young guy they gave a shot they shouldn't have given a shot to whatever all that garbage and then you see the signs and then oh yeah actually he was on the best players of the last 20 years <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> those it's are
0: fun.
1: nuts yeah all the other fun parts mate are seeing moments that you watch old freddie mate just everywhere yeah. supposed yeah,
0: to be doing his thing yeah
1: and then the uh, the dynasties, a couple of years yeah, you can just skip those. The years when the blues are like afraid of Easy flower, you can skip those mm. years. <laughs> They're not great. Yeah, look, a lot of one sided affairs. Um, yeah. I was looking through like the list of most appearances for Origin. There's a few yeah. here that took me by surprise as well. Like Josh played more Origin games than Mitchell Pearce. Oh, is that that is that that surprising? Yeah. Um. Gordon Tallis played fewer Origin games than Josh Papali. That also surprised me. I know. I know yeah, I knew that one as well. well what's how old's Papali? Like Papali? He's just yeah. the, well, he's just on twenty. Um. Twenty. Yeah. Papali's 20. yeah. Sorry, thirty, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's been around. 30. Oh, these are how
1: many games has he played? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. 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 Yeah. Oh, so yes, he's played 20, 20 Origins to Pierce's nineteen. Tallis surprisingly low. I would have thought he'd be higher. he only played seventeen. Yeah. yeah, uh, it, inj- broken man back then, and also like you know, we all these guys remember as being greats did retire early 30s Okay, all right. here's a weird one. Later. Ashley Harrison played more Origins than Brian Fletcher. Oh, is not that weird? Fletch's career died really fast. Yeah, when once he went, he went to South. south. <laughs> <No> <laughs> I said it first. I said yeah. it first. Said yeah. it first. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 true though. <laughs> it's it's quite true. Um, okay, especially Should back then. Remember? Yeah, look, mate, yeah. We're, we're dead set. The only ones that the other one that was smart was Chris Walker who got the fuck out of there. I was, I was hoping you'd lean into the means bungard and name all the series with name the Nathan Merritt and John Sutton series as, as your favorite. The, the well, train I did off. twenty wasn't the train off 2014. Yeah. It was actually. So was it? No, no, it was 13. No, it was 13. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but the, those bad years though, when you watch them again, they're still the, the worst origin try is when there's so many bad ones the Blues can see in those bad years. And there's a, I put a compilation up on Twitter ages ago. I might find it again. But the worst one was Isa Flower, like 50 meters out for Queensland, just jogs infield and then straightens up into a 10 meter gap. It was like the Blues are like, none of us are tackling this guy. Go ahead. And you watch that. And that was one of the first ones I was like, fuck, maybe I don't want to keep winning this. <laughs> it's like, maybe this is boring. <laughs> like, like, it's not fun if you just jog in the field and straighten up and the other team opens up. But those were the weird years of the Blues, like, oh. just at the darkest days, mate. Right? Chicken, Jason, King.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah. The Blues' yeah. worst picks are always worse than Queensland. Because Queensland's always are like, we have no one. You know? The Blues yeah. are like, we have someone, but Matt Pryor. Mate, 2009. <laughs> it was Justin Paul's gear, right? <laughs> there you go. It was. But yeah, although, <laughs> although we did have the last... I mean, does anyone remember Andrew McCullough played Origin last year? Last year? Yes. Nah, see? You I, both, you both, nah. see, see nah. That's on both your faces then. Yeah. yeah. The poor green <laughs> years should be white from history. I'm fine <laughs> okay. with that. That seems, that seems perfectly acceptable to me. Like all the COVID years should be white. But last year, Origin game two, Andrew McCullough started it. Did I'm he? not even lying to you. Yeah. But 51 minutes.
0: <laughs> was Harry Grant, standard Harry Grant injured? He was.
1: Yeah. He was, but it was like... I th- like friend, obviously, gone Turpin side, yeah. whatever. It was like, Fuck just play Ben Hunt, and he did. But it was like he started McCulloch and he kept sitting there waiting as a Queen's fan Oh, he'll bring Hunt on soon. And, he, and it just no, it he, won't. <laughs> he brought him on with like, like five minutes left in the first half. So yeah, it was like game over. It's like on your Paul. Yeah. Thank God that lasted one year. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to this week's game? We should. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, we're not gonna rattle through the team list. You all know him, Although there are whispers of a Brad Fittler late tactical masterclass, and uh, with reports that he may yet start Stephen Crichton in the centres and move Jack White into the bench, which I think would make sense and uh, would be the best thing for the team. But we'll see what happens. We know Freddie loves Jack White, Um yeah, that could end up being a very in, like a very important tactical decision. Like I, I think Jack White had a great season, but I don't think him in the centers has worked in origin in the past. Um, and obviously, Stephen Crichton's just really good. So, yeah. Ando, how do you see that situation playing out and how would you want it to play out?
0: Oh, uh, I'd love Crichton to start in the centers. Whiten is like almost the perfect origin 14, right? Like, yeah, you, can, mm-hmm. you play Locke, then like, you play him anywhere, really. Like, mm. and just, yeah, Crichton's the center. Like, just play him in the centers. Like, it's, I'm seeing as much referenced earlier, we've seen how Jack White went to, went against Dan Gagai. I know it's a few years on, but it's um you've got some history there that you probably don't need to see. The only reason I'd like to say it is because uh, Jack White is an absolute lunatic and there's a real chance he tries to punch the shit out of Dan Gagai. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's gotta be Crichton. Like Freddie's just playing 4D chess He's with himself, crazy. realistically. He like he
1: he'd pick a new team every day, mate. If he was yeah. given to pick 25 players, he'd pick a new team every day.
0: Yeah. Well, as you said last week, like if Adokar scored two tries last week, he would have like, he would have would have dropped two straight away.
1: I'm shocked he wasn't parachuted into the squad after the game he had in the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's
0: uh it's just waiting waiting to hear has rolled an ankle or something and the fox is in
1: yeah but there's one thing like with, with freddie like again we'll, we'll laugh at his selection similar and he has made mistakes in origin but we all know like taking origin coaching too serious is you're doing it wrong like if yeah. that's what paul green was doing you're doing it wrong because like you know I, I don't like listening to a lot of the experts like joey or freddie or similar talk about analysis of, of footy but i'll listen to like, i saw origin any day of the week and i listened to heaps of last few weeks and some of them, they said like you know, Joey said himself like his best origin series, for example, were the series that didn't talk about footy to like the day before the game. Yeah. Because if you spend a week and a half building up origin pressure, most you're gonna crack. You know, or you have the yeah. origin yeah. fatigue. That's it, you know? And like, yeah, So Freddy's, as we've seen already, generally seems pretty good in the camp environment. Whilst he's nuts and he has lost that, you know, a series that he shouldn't have lost. It's like, that's gonna happen in the three-game series. But generally the fellas, when they get out there a, pretty pre- prepared to play tough and hard and that's what origin is it's not really about having a tactical master stroke you have one or two cool plays you've come up with and the rest yeah. of it's like whatever
0: well <laughs> origin like look at it like arguably the best coach of the modern era stunk in origin yeah. like Bellamy yeah. was horrendous like it's 100%. you just got to be
1: meticulous and that's the problem right
0: yeah he's got to get the boys up really like and Freddie is a pretty like relaxed sort of character and the team that he's picked definitely, like you look at, there's blokes like Luai and Toto uh, and stuff like that are all pretty relaxed sort of guys. Even like mm-hmm. Nathan Cleary doesn't seem super highly strung, like yeah. And just yeah, Freddie's like he's just lent into it. Like you blokes like with Trail and all that sort of stuff, like just yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a cracker, I think. Like it's the closest, like should be the closest series on paper that it's been for a while. Yeah, it
1: should be. And that and mentioning that non. Tactical side of it. I like they picked the team on man. I just found it really funny. Like two days ago, it comes out like the blues have they've they've got a secret weapon. Selwyn Cobo has made the most errors in the comp. That was their secret. <laughs> like yeah, they, they do not believe that like almost all of those were in the first like four weeks. Yeah, but it's just so funny and it's like I, I just want to imagine someone like Danny is sitting on his computer one day, you know, at Blues Camp and he's clicked on the <laughs> stats page and he's like. Sauce. fellas, holy fuck. <laughs> Somebody get me Freddie. Freddy's yeah. gonna say this. And they've gone from like so a week and a half ago, they picked a winger to defuse, you know, someone cobo. Now they've gone. We're gonna fucking get him. Have you seen this? Eric <laughs> we're we gonna target him. It made me laugh. That was that. And they also looked at Ben Hunt's missed tackles, apparently. They were like, look at this. It's like, yeah, he's not gonna miss a shitload of tackles in the middle. Doesn't really matter that much, you know? It's no, a bit different. different doesn't yeah. It just made me laugh. It's like, yeah, you, you geniuses, you figured it out. You found someone. Cobo dropped a lot of bombs, and now it's, you know what? We, get, we when he's not the one targeting us, we're targeting him. <laughs> like,
0: okay. Oh,
1: yeah. The yeah. Uno reverse. Hunter. Fantastic. Yeah. It's it. yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it's great. <I> think, uh, <laughs> they're winning the mind games battle. I would say. Yeah, but I, I what was the headline got... <laughs> today? I saw Selwyn Droppo or something. Yeah. You know, I, respect, I respect that. You know. And yeah, like, that's good. Breaking news: Origin winger and debut is going to get bombed. Like, like yeah. he's going to go and do it to get bombed. But
0: like, yeah, it would have if shocked you if, if, after if he you, saw those stats if he dropped Tupu and picked Suwali. Just be like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna bomb that's, that's just i just Oh, they've much. got a young
1: wonder kid? Well, I've yeah. got an even younger one.
0: Yeah, just get so, up there, Joseph. I was, is he even younger? I want no, right? to yeah,
1: yeah. see the Swali coats off where they have those like 10 beautiful leaps and they only come down with like one or two each, but it'll be, fun. Yeah. it'll look great. <laughs> that will be sick. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be good. But yeah, I do think like you said, it looks like the closest teams in a long time for origin. There's never really parody. Queensland teams improved a lot, but I still think the blues have that edge with like Cleary, Luai, yo Tedesco. I think that's a massive edge over Queensland. And I think those are the things sometimes we forget. And then the game starts. You're like, Oh fuck, actually they've got the better, like they've got the best players. You yeah. know, like Queensland have a really good side now and it's improved a lot from the days of, you know, Capewell had to play center and they've got a good forward pack now. They're not picking guys like Buster Napa or Old Wallace or Tim Glasby on the bench. But it's not like Payne Hush, Junior Ballo and Isaiah Yo is not going to... Like they're not going to compete in the middle.
0: Yeah. yeah when well, you've got Madison, Campbell Gillard on the bench. like
1: Exactly. And Liam Martin, the, like, yeah, the, the way it's... Queensland wins a forward battle is those games Freddie forgets how to interchange them.
0: We just but, forget you know, he's got Campbell out or Mato on the bench yeah. for like sixty minutes, and yeah, those so are the games out there until he's cooked.
2: Yeah,
1: that's it, mate. Yeah, and like Harry Grant's a pretty good one for us. Like he's been good in Origin, just because like you know he's good when forwards are gas and forwards are generally extra gas in Origin. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. But I, I do think like in game one down here. All the things to talk about how what how shit the blue side is or what they've got wrong. I think on the day you're not really gonna give a shit about like it was Tupou over Ad Cars. Yeah. So I do think yeah, exactly. that game one, the blues are probably gonna win that just through those class players. And I well, think it's gonna be still a good shot for the series, but
0: like I think one, or one or two, two moments goes. too where Cook gets the mark both markers down and yeah. he's just fucking gone and Teddy will be right on his hip. Like it's yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be like as you said, like, who knows? Like, DCE's played pretty well the last couple of Origin series. Like, Munster's Munster's in career best form. Like, Ponga. Should be good. That's, like, that's something that hasn't been talked about. Like, he has not been good this year. Like, and he hasn't been that bloke that stepped up in Origin really. Like, he's happy just to chill and, Made all those good.
1: tackles on his debut, ando. You made oh, all those tackles, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Like that's, yeah, that's the one. Like that's where, yeah. like, I just, yeah. But like, who do you put back there realistically? And it. Never he he is the
1: one. Yeah, yeah. they're not gonna drop me there, so no. he's the one. It, what's he's also been like? He hasn't really come into an Origin series fit yet. No, you know, like he is not coming in that fit now either. But like, he's only played four Origins. Yeah, you know, he's been in the side since 2018. He's only played four. Yeah, like, just with injuries, but. Yeah. yeah, I we'll be interested to see how he goes. And um I do think that Crichton stuff makes me laugh because even like last week, Ma- like Matty Johns was saying, Oh, I think the blues will play Crime for sixty-five minutes. And it's like, well
0: I playing for to eighty is it a change. <laughs>
1: but it's not like it's a surprise on Queensland because yeah. they would have prepared yeah. for crime, you know. Yeah. So as you said, play from eighty. I think it's dumb thinking I'm- it's like doing the hooker rotation or you know, we'll play twenty minutes of him and hear them bring the other guy on. What are you doing that at the centers for? Like we'll yeah. play Crichton. Yeah. And I do agree. If they maybe talking about, they might start Liam Martin too, who's gone from like again Freddie's crazy world of Sunday midday. He was out of the side, yeah. <laughs> until he was picked, and then now he might be starting. But I think that's yeah. probably the right thing to do for mine is start him over Sims and Sims come off the bench. So maybe well, Sims that. is that
0: sort of bench lunatic too. That he is. Let him come on and just go nuts for twenty five minutes and try to kill he, someone. He, he, he is, mate. Now,
1: I'm interested to see as well how Lindsay Collins goes because I've been a big fan of his in the past, but he hasn't had the best year for the Chooks coming back from injury. But who knows? Maybe he gets that 20 minutes of piss and vinegar and origin and comes well, off that bench again and looks like who he was.
0: Well, that's also like Robbo playing 60 rather than playing 40. But
1: yeah, yeah. his numbers,
0: I think it was maybe Jason did a thing on it and was like saying how his stats for 40 minutes are insane but they've been put into 60 and there's been like, there's been a drop in production. Cause he's like pacing himself. He's yeah. Not it's that, like he's, he's, stats,
1: he's got less stats playing longer minutes. It's not even like yeah. he's got the same, they've got worse. So he becomes yeah. a far less impactful player.
0: Yeah. Like he's not, he's not a, he's not JWH or he's not paying house. Like yeah. he's not going to just keep getting better. Let him go on, no. uh, go nuts for 25, 30 minutes and you get him off.
1: That's it, man. Like, you know, he, in round two, he had 125 meters and he played 25 minutes. Yeah. And it's like he has gains of playing 61 minutes and he had 80, 87 meters.
2: Yeah. You
0: know yeah.
1: I agree. So I'm hoping an Origin will bring that. He actually is sneaky good at driving the line speed when he's fresh, but he hasn't yeah. been fresh forever. Yeah. So exactly. We'll see. But I do like that. And I, and I do think so much has been talked about the Blues' egregious picks, but I still think the two worst picks of the series so far is the fact Billy didn't pick for Feeder or Arrow. <laughs> nobody cares. <Yep. laughs> so, I care. Whatever. I know you care, but nobody cares if you pick for Feeder Feta because is on too much money. <laughs> like, okay. Uh,
0: but, I, I like old mate Anastasia Palaszczuk has got in Billy's head about the COVID breach, right? Like not in yeah. Queensland. <laughs> not, right, not in I Queensland.
1: Know, that's, yeah. it. that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like those two are worse than than what, what Freddie's done. And yeah. because the rest of the side looks pretty good, we don't seem to care. But I, I reckon we'll care on game night when if it's like twelve or twenty to go and you're like, where's Fafita? Would be great.
0: I, you know? As a blues fan, I am fucking stoked that I didn't pick Fafita. Like, yeah, just, he don't, like in, yeah, sick. He doesn't run for 150 meters a game, but every time he touches the ball, it's terrifying.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I love Jeremiah Nanai, right? I think he's an awesome prospect, but he's still like, I, I do think there's always different types of young players. I do on some parts like when I throw a young guy in Origin. I, but I do yeah. think Nanai has young guy problems still, like proper ones. Like, well, dude, he some... that's fine if, too.
0: If a cop shit for his like his work. He averages no, more run metres a game. He have averages more run metres a game than Nanoi does. Like I'm stoked yeah. in, play him, play him 60 yeah. minutes. Like, it's- and it's I just,
1: I don't know what he's gonna do off the bench, right? The type of player yeah. he is. It's like, yeah,
0: it's be interesting.
1: Yeah, you know, he's a great kick chase. So he's really good in the air and stuff as well. But it's like, you know, again, come off the bench in Origin as a back rower and those your best skills. I don't know. So hopefully he does well, but I also don't expect him to play more than like 20 minutes. But yeah. still, like, come like, on, what are we doing here? Like, Fafina is better than not just Nanai, then Kifusi, then Capewell, then, like, fucking, uh, you know, almost... Uh, he's better than all the Queensland forwards by, like, Taino and Pap- um, just Papali. Yeah. And he's really better than Papali now, too. It's like, and, we, and he's not in the side. What are we doing yeah. here? And no one cares. Because, mate, he's not living up to that 1.20, whatever. He's... The GDP of New Caledonia, he's not worth it. I hate yeah. it. That me. Yeah. But I'm... I wasn't last year's series. I wasn't pumped for it because after we'd lost Wayne, we brought Paul Green back in and the team we named, I thought we were going to get pumped and, with those rules and we did with the 60 again rules. Yeah. This year, I'm excited because I do think that we're in for three good games.
0: Yeah, it so. should be. Yeah, I think we could, like, it could, we could get like a couple of like blockbusters. Like, yeah. it's going to be. But then we're saying this, and there's a real chance on Wednesday night someone just comes out and blows the other team off the park.
1: Oh, I mean, there's every chance. I think I don't think there's a chance that Queensland blow New South Wales off the park, but I think there's a big chance that the Blues could just smash Queensland again. I don't think they will, but I'm saying it wouldn't shock me if the Blues just won 30 to 6 again and Tedesco played really well. But mate, you're forgetting that you don't get Origin and Ruben Cotter is going to get on there and make 470 tackles. He'll have newfound dad strength, (laughs) he'll be unstoppable. that's it, Ruben Cotter will go out there and be the MB oh, the. If New US South Washington Wales has somewhere. an early
0: lead and someone doesn't say to Ruben Cotter, maybe you should have gone to the birth of your kid. <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Like there's something, there's something going wrong.
1: Yeah. So you <laughs> all about Mitchell
0: Pierce, but he wasn't scared to sledge people,
1: even when he knew no, it he, could yeah, potentially blow up in his face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd be saying, look, don't worry, Ruben. I'll go look after you, kid, after the game. Yeah, yeah uh, there you yeah, go, yeah. there you yeah. go, mate. There you go, I'll pop down the hospital, mate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the Blues will win by
0: six points. I'm, I'm going to say Blues by 10.
1: So the <laughs> Queensland have only won nine games ever at that stadium, by the way. Nine of mm. 29, which is... For yeah. Considering it's through the dominant streak that Sadie's been there, it's not a great record. Yeah, they literally, I don't think they won there for like the first five or six years. It Like for, when it opened in 99 or 2000, whatever it was, I don't think they won there for like seven or eight years afterwards. So what I'm saying, fellas, is backs against the wall. Oh my God. <laughs> the, Blues are, <laughs> the Blues are still the favorites i They've been counted out. Cam Munster, five minutes yep. to go. The chubby man run. He's gonna go break a tackle and fall back on the inside for Paddy Carrigan's first ever first oh, try. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Queensland six, Blues nil. <laughs> 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 no, It'd be like, no, I reckon Queensland. I'm just picking Queensland because I am by like six points. There you go. Yeah, fair. Yeah, no, absolutely understandable. Um, well, Can we talk about also Ben Hunt's the best player ever. Let's get even dally. Ben Hunt's great. <laughs> ben Hunt's great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you, know,
0: you get no opposition here about Ben Hunt. Yeah, we love Ben Hunt. Um, but look,
1: uh, the women's origins is not for a couple of weeks. And the Blues team hasn't been named yet, but we've got Ando here. Ando's obviously heavily involved in the women's game on the South Coast. Um, obviously very knowledgeable about both men's and women's footy, but, um, you know, uh, in particular, in particular, the women's game, which obviously you've spent a lot of time sort of working in in the last few years. Um, yeah, as I said, we don't have a Blues squad yet. Um, Queensland squad got named today. Pretty impressive, Mitch. You're still... You're, yeah, you got any qualms other than the fact that you don't think Ali Briginshaw should be the seven anymore? Man, I actually think um there was a few years there where Queensland had you know m- pretty much the best team bar, like Isabel Kelly, Millie Boyle yeah, on the other side of the field. Yeah, well, I think Queensland at that point now that a lot of their older, better players have either come back to the pack or like Ali's case have gone off a cliff. Yeah. Ali's just lost sort of pace. I'd love to be at 13. Brisbane were doing that and they stopped doing that. I like the Brittany Braley's back. Destiny Brilla-like as well at 13. Uh, I don't know why, like, Lauren Brown has a cunt cracker go. Like, Romy can't crack a go. Tamara from Azara, Tamara from the Roosters. Who She has that Aiden Guerra body language. She looks miserable all the time.
0: <laughs> and then so. she just goes, bam. And it's like, oh, shit, <laughs> yeah. wait.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she could probably be in there. I don't know. Uh, why does Jason she-
0: Smith. That's who it is. Yeah, it's a, that's a good one, actually. Yeah, the Jason Smith where it's just like, she good? like she's just not doing shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. and then p- turn up and do something. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like um, the Blues team now with like, like Kezi's mid- move to the middle has been really good. Millie Boyle is the best forward in the world. And they have like, Isabel Kelly somehow, a lot of those girls have been playing this level for like five or six years have not really got better. You know, but Isabel Kelly can get better every year. I really do think the Blues are the better side. And we'll probably win that series. And I, you know, the, the women's origins are good are always close. Yeah. I don't know if it's at like nerves and similar, yeah. like, but I just, I do think when I look at it now that, like, and maybe it'll be changed by the team's name, but I do think the I, blues team is stronger. I love that Steph Hancock's still in there. It's fantastic. How? She can't She's be 40. She, she cannot be 40. Stopped.
0: It's great. She, yeah,
1: she was like not even going to be playing the NRLW, right? And then they're like, "Oh, fuck it, I'll have a crack." Chuck <laughs> her
0: in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's like, and then she's played the NRLW this
0: year. So and- the biggest thing for the blue squad is that there's um, my Mitch's favorite WNRL player didn't didn't make the team, which yeah, mm, so just really upsetting. Poor poor Maddie Studden. Oh, right. yeah, of course, yeah. obviously. Well, yeah. hey, the squad's yeah. not confirmed yet, so no,
1: they, no, they, they named twenty four. oh, that's right, they did too. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we made yeah. the jokes about the Facebook, uh, the comment yeah. section. So it's it's yeah. a really, yeah. it's a really good squad for the for the Blues. <clears throat> it is, uh, but actually, so it just looks like the stronger team on paper. The one good thing though about I like about um, uh, Steph Hancock is she scored like four Scab tries this year. Like, if she's <laughs> yeah. come off the bench for like. Just offensive sets. You know, get her up there for the, the opposition pan and we're going to crash, gonna crash over. Crash yeah. wall and get her off. Yeah. Throw that. Mate, I I, like, yeah, it, it's great. Like, she, I, she was on, Inst- like, I just quickly Google, like, had a Google, like, I, to see how old she was. So I clicked on her Instagram. Yeah, her most recent post on Instagram is her daughter started work at Subway this week. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> As the CEO fucking, at 35 or whatever. Good <laughs> yeah. honour.
0: Good good honour. That's yeah. fucking great. It's, um, it's yeah. Gonna be a, yeah, it's going to be a good game. I think it's, as Mitch said, yeah, they're always quite, quite close. Like, yeah, this never but seems but to Why I,
1: I missed this. I thought there was going to be two this year. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't know. So I, don't I thought know there I, was as well, but maybe. This, wasn't there this big, the big brouhaha with my mate about the getting mad about how they were going to get more money? Yeah, and, to, and, and, and Queensland confirmed they were going to p- pay the winner. Yeah, I swear. Get, I, 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 I'm not imagining this, right? Like, there was no, at some don't. point in the preseason, they were like, there's going to be two games this year. Because I remember us going, why not just have three, you weirdos? Yeah, maybe that's from next year. We were confused with that. but maybe. It does suck that any only one of them. And it would suck for the players as well. And I also think that also lends it to being a bit more conservative because it's more that you, you're afraid of losing games when it's only one of them.
0: Yeah, but- yeah. There's a lot more pressure.
1: A lot more pressure. What the? Is it the Blues won the last two now? Uh, no,
0: Queensland won last won year. I last, yeah, they? They? yeah.
1: So Queensland won, no, so Queensland won the last two, haven't they? What am I saying? That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Blues, the Blues won eighteen, won. nineteen. Queensland won. Uh, Blues Queensland won twenty, and then yeah, yeah. Tw- yeah that sounds right. Yeah, Yeah, but, sure. uh, yeah. yeah eight, eight, sorry, eight six in twenty twenty one. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. It'll be, it should be good again this was, year. Was I that mean, the one where it was like pouring rain
0: and that he suddenly dropped the ball like twenty times? That could have been any of her games. Yeah.
1: Oh, but yeah, but it is weird, right? Like last year, Queensland did like so. Last year, the Ali Briginshaw to lock thing was happening. Queensland did it, and so did the Broncos. You know, and the last year in Origin, like Tamara was the half with with eight kids, yeah. six. Ali has gone and played worse this year. Tamara's gone and played better, and Ali is the seven again.
0: Yeah. It's- it doesn't make sense, but it's going to be interesting too to see the <laughs> game it. because it's in Canberra, right? Yeah, it's going to be freezing. That is true.
1: That's something yeah. I didn't factor in again when you guys played there on the weekend because because of the last couple of years, like <laughs> home and away didn't really matter again when they were like, oh, yeah. it's like below zero on the weekend. Like,
0: that's yeah, shit. <laughs> it's like yeah, they're not used to it. Yeah, yeah, they're not. Yeah, it's um, it but yeah, it's yeah. The women's game will be. It should be. It should be a cracker. We. That's probably the biggest thing too. I feel like. I don't know. Maybe there's just a few more bigger hits in the women's. Like Hannah Southwell is definitely going to fold someone in half, yeah. and they don't penalise it. Like I've seen her dump someone pretty much on their head, and they're just like, "No, nah, play on."
1: Yeah, yeah. They're um, it's definitely. I don't know. Some of them, they definitely the girls run it a bit straighter sometimes, like What's... for for their own poor health. <laughs> they run well, it I folded. just know
0: from like my coaching, there's just yeah. they were always so focused on proving. That they were tough enough. It's like, no, no, you're playing rugby league. You're already tough, tough enough. You don't need it's to run at the biggest person. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to run <laughs> it straight at the biggest person on the field. Yeah.
1: Hannah Self was one of the ones as well who's been around forever and she's only like 22. Like some of those girls, because they David and Origin when they're like 18. Like yeah. yeah. Like Isabel Kelly is sneaky young. She's been around forever and
0: she's like 25, Yeah, but she's 26 or, 25. or something. Yeah, she's that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, she like, is. like is like 24.
1: Yeah, again, been around forever, but she's yeah. been playing Origin since she was like 18 pretty much. Yeah. So. They're nuts. Just, uh, just another one who's, who's still been kicking on. Good player, but yeah. Um, I was going to say there though as well. There is one other Origin game this year. You said they've, add, they've added a new juniors Origin under as 19s. Well. Yeah. So I like that they for both men's and women's games they can have two marquee players. So they can have well, it's got to be it's got to be mostly guys who aren't NRL contractor, but they can have two. But it, it's I just find guys. it weird though, right? Because like obviously, so people people might have missed, but Jersey Flea, SG Ball, whatever. All the age groups changed. So 20s is 21s now. Mm. So 18s is 19s. So matching 19s makes sense, but the 21s origin is dead. I guess it's too old. But why are they just playing nineteens? Why not, you know? Yeah, there's no so, 17s. I don't know. There must be it might be 17s. It hasn't been like, yeah. oops, I to the mic, sorry, people's ears. <laughs> but it might not on the schedule yet. But 19s is weird. But the weird thing about it is like there's those two marquees can also be under 21. So it's like, 15 of your players can be 19 and two can be under 21. I think that's really fucking dumb because the guy, like making the under 18s on his origins, actually a massive point of pride for a junior. It's like making the school boys yeah. team. Could you imagine yeah. making the school boys? There's 15 of you. Then they've got like, oh yeah, Nathan Cleary's here too. Like,
2: yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, so that's what's no. going to happen.
1: Basically. It's literally going to yeah. be like a bunch of children we'd never heard of. And then Reese Walsh.
0: It's really dumb. Well, Sam, it goes- yeah. Sam Walker, yeah. Reese Walsh.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, exactly. I, yeah, it's kind of a cool concept until you spell it out like that. Yeah, and it was, it was a couple of years ago. Like, 20s Origin has that role players play it. That's like the time Mitch Moses wore, like, you remember, Brothers Cunt on his um, no, yeah, that yeah, that Lodge was, wore that, that sorry. That was, no, it was, it was Matt Lodge, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, and, yeah, and Mitch Moses had the gay slur, sorry, the other yes. thing he didn't that. Yes, game. That yes, was, yes. yes. But that was, like, those guys did do that, but that was 20s ones. I just feel like, it just feels weird for mine that there'll be guys... You know, eighteen-year-olds playing their first big rep-ish game, or whatever. And there's gonna be some dickhead with two years NRL experience on the field with
0: them. Yeah, well, so a hundred percent playing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, at least he's fucking eighteen, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, well, it's 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 sort of lucky that like there's not some insane monster front rower. Yeah. Playing NRL, that they could be just like, yeah, we're gonna pick him, and he just starts skittling people.
1: Yeah. because you put Payne Haas in there two, like a year ago, two years to ago, he kill someone. Yeah. yeah, put him at seventeen-year-old props. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like terrible. Yeah. I want that to retroactively happen. That sounds yeah. hilarious. Yeah. But All women's origin. So yeah, Lachlan Elias like, can't yeah. play because he's actually like three years older than I thought he was. Yeah, he's he <laughs> <laughs> <Him and Blake laughs> playing in the in the uh, the over thirty-five. The <laughs> residence game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. Fuck. Which I, hopefully is back this year. But yeah, I just want yeah. to mention that game. But we should go back to women's origin though. I do think yeah. it's in a couple of weeks. It's hard to pick. I do think the Blues probably steal it back but i'm looking forward to it being an actual series next year
0: yeah ho- like they have to do it at some point right like with the the comp growing the pays going up like it's going to be easier for yeah. them to be able to do it like has like did new south wales come out and say they're going to match the payments or are they just being idiots they have,
1: they're just like being quiet and like hoping no one notices <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so,
0: yeah just just don't look yeah
1: yeah i'm sure they'll end up having they'll have to end up matching it yeah all, they've got I it think, so. yeah but yeah, they also go to that weird stuff. How like PVLs P- want to overthrow their board and everything. So I think at the moment they're like this are trying to exist still. This is They're trying to
0: that. But yeah, it's um yeah, like three game series is will be sick. And but there's always all the call that oh they should play the curtain raiser to the men. It's like no, no, no one would go. Like yes, it's is- people will show up. People go to watch the women's game. You don't need to. The yeah, own. the thing is like yeah, on its own,
1: standalone, like, it yeah, standalone. Standalone women's origin. We have gone before and would again. It's a shame it's in Canberra. If the game was on, and then we were like, so you can go it to ANZ like five thirty on a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to <laughs> sit around the fucking empty ANZ Stadium for an hour and a half and wait for the second game. I'm and much pay, less likely to go and pay thirteen
0: bucks for a mid strength beer. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, like five thirty on
1: Wednesday. Yeah, it'll be, yeah. It'll be, and it'll,
0: that's it'll got, it'll got nothing to do with. The women's game, either. Oh, like, no, absolutely play. not. No, like two NRL it, games. I'm probably like, like Yeah, ex- no, legitimately, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, just, the exact it's same ridiculous. Thing. Yeah, just put them in the small, like the six more grounds. Like, imagine if at Magic Round, they just been an hour and a half between the games. Like, oh,
1: yeah, that's it. And yeah. the 19s women is, is opening for the 19s men, and that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because who's going Wait, like who's what's going the week's out unless it's like isn't it? It's Thursday, it's, it's like two weeks, 23rd.
0: Well, that's Here where the go. women's origin is, isn't it? Now, the, the women's, women's origin is the Friday. The
1: Friday. Okay. Yeah, so, and then there's so the, internationals on the Saturday, and then the second men's origin is the Sunday. Yeah, it's funny that now that weekend it looks great. It really and has. It's, this, it's and it's this is it. it's this year and then it's not happening again. We should go Thursday night. Watch watch um watch Reese Walsh just brain some school kids. It'll be great. You're right. <laughs>
0: he's got the, the Warriors stink on him though. He is. No good point. Yeah. Right, fine. Watch
1: Sam Walker just taking the piss, putting yeah. banana kicks for people and stuff. They can
0: catch. But... Yeah. yeah. Might get so some, be...
1: um... He'd have some fun running against other children again, wouldn't he, Sam? No, like, he, would, like, he, he would. would, he, would yeah. he, should...
0: he should play in that game. Well, his defense has like gotten a bit better. Like he might it has. be able to snap some people, which he'd like mm. the arrogance would be through the roof. I, I guess <laughs> the only
1: drawback, right, is because if if you were like Trent Robinson, who or whoever, right? So like for all intents and purposes, Sam Walker playing in this game is not really any different to, like, I don't know, Jared Ria-Hager has being dropped in to play A-grade in Campbelltown this weekend. And oh, all the blokes yes. wanting to line can up. We, can
0: we do that on the next block, well, please? Yeah, but no, but that's what I'm saying, right? Because <laughs> it's,
1: it's it's the same thing that happened when T-Rex went back and played this year. The same thing always happens when some NRL guy goes back and plays A-grade or whatever. Like, obviously, the local hero wants to fucking put a shot on the big NRL yeah. guy. So I'm, I'm wondering if there is prob- possibly a concern on the part of like the Roosters brass that like if
0: Sam Walker oh, really? plays in this game, he might get targeted or whatever. I don't know. It's probably stupid, but, but nah, no, it makes sense. Like there's a there's the real chance that Walker might end up with like a shoulder injury mm. and be like, oh, he can't play. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Well, it happened. It even happened like when Benji Marshall went back to Queensland Cup for the Broncos mm. and Billy McConaughey broke his arm. But it was like he saw Benji, like, I'm going to I'm going to murder him. You know, it, yeah. was, it was like yeah, he broke his arm. Yeah, just, yeah, I get what you're saying. Something to think about. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, I think the, the women's game has the same
0: concepts, I believe. So, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a kind of, there is a couple of like. But I would the imagine the buffer that would be
1: lower just for the fact that, like, I think the best female players of that age would be playing, like, in the origin game, right? So, like, the actual. Yeah.
0: One. Yeah. Yeah. Or and they, there's, yeah. like, Hannah Southwell's younger sister will play oh, in that course. game. And she's a. Well, the Knights, I was saying to Mitch the other day, the Knights have actually put a request in to get her. Into the WNRL this year. She's an absolute weapon. Oh, fun. Yeah. So it'd be, there should be, yeah. There's, I don't think there's going to be any of the like 19s girls coming in and smashing people, but no. Who knows? Maybe there will be. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Um, all right. Uh, is there anything else you would like to discuss, fellas? I'm good, Ando.
0: Yeah, no, I'm good.
1: Excellent. Um, Wednesday night should be good. We will obviously save questions until after the game. Um, We'll see how we go uh, with everything. Um, listeners, enjoy Origin. It's always a great time, no matter who you support. Uh, Ando, thanks for coming on. Anything to promote? Uh, <laughs>
0: no, nothing.
1: Just just uh, go Roosters, I guess.
0: Yes, go go team. Woo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, oh, Sorry, before we do go, though, I will give a quick shout out to the people in the top two tiers on our Patreon subscription service, uh, patreon.com forward slash rookies if you want to support the boys. Uh, Mitch, is the shirt that you made for sale yet? No, it's not. I have to follow up with the merch, dude, but it has got the, got the specs done and everything, and I thought it was okay, going to be good. sale over the weekend, but hopefully this week. Maybe some big whack-offs next week, then. It's huge whack-offs. Not big. Excellent. They're cool. bigger. I can't. Well, all right. And a special <laughs> thank you to Chris Abnell, Dave, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Putsy, Cam Beswick, Dan Callanane, Doc Hogg, and Anonymous Backer, Frankie, Jace, Felix, Farnworth, James K, Jason, Jez, Joel Wrigley, Joey Gooch, Josh Brandon, Josh Tomo ninety eight, Lachlan Hancock, Lee Verhul, Leon, lifelong Dolphins fan, Luke Ferguson, Maddie Jenkins, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins, my ding dong is hard and I'm sad, never trendy, party keg, Pete Fulcher, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneiderpilt, Scores, Seymour Butts, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Stoned Gossard, Swarzy, Ty, TB, the Black Vegetable, the Not So Mature Age Student, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, and Was. Thank you so much for your support, to everyone who the lower tiers, and everyone who just listens. Thank you as well. All right. We did it. We'll be back again after origin. Say goodbye. Ando. Goodbye. And it's say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me.